What? Nine, oh, 1827. This wait, is, you're starting me early. Wait, wait, wait a minute. There's only one. It's one, a, and he's starting well, the trivia stuff with me. This, wait, 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 this is up wait. your alley. Put your glasses is this, on. Is this bowling? No. They like my spectacles. 1827. Here's your first one of the day. I'm going to I'm gonna weave them through the show today uh, for 1820. you. Weave them through the show. I like how he's weaving. He's now a weaver. Not many know that Johnny Walker made several human lives easier. Yeah, the drink, Johnny Walker. The great inventor is the man who introduced the what to the world. Johnny Walker. No, no. Before all that, what did he introduce to the world first? Booze. No, I said non non alcohol. Non alcohol. Johnny Walker. Johnny. Okay, let me think. Let me think. He uh, actually he apparently think. sold around two hundred and fifty of such items on the seventh of April in eighteen twenty seven. This event earned him a place in the books related to history. Eighteen twenty seven. Eighteen twenty. And I'll even two, let staff. Well, staff so, so sold two hundred and something of these things. To start the very first day. Yeah. The first day. A non-alcohol, non-beverage. Does it have wheels on it? No. No wheels. No. Um, I mean, and yeah. people have used this every day since, including up to today. Yeah, a zillion items every day since. Every day since. Okay, let me think. Is it bigger than a bread box? Smaller than your hand. Smaller than my hand. Okay, so it's it's small. It's smaller than my can hand. It fit in is your it, pocket. Is, is it a in pen? Today, in today's world, it could fit in your pocket. Is it a calculator? No. Okay. Texas. If you want to come back to that, wait. No, fits in. If you can fit in my pocket, it can fit in your pocket. Well, they don't use transistor radios. It could fit even in your. Is it a communication device? No, no, no. They didn't have. Is it medical? No. Medical. Can you eat it? Whose phone is that? That's mine. I'm getting it. I'm waiting. People are trying. No, because people people are calling in, letting me know. Yeah, what it is. So it's smaller. It it can fit in your hand. I'm putting it on. I'm going to take a little time on this. It can fit in your hand. It can. It can fit in your pocket. Fit in your pocket. Yes. Okay. Um, Is it flat? Could be. It could be. Um, Is it some kind of, well, 200 something that's not a pen? Is it a pacemaker? Is 1827. It... I'm going back to the year 1827. I, I wasn't around. 1827. All right, Before... Peter, to save our audience uh, 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 anxiety. Welcome to anxiety. the friction match. The match? The match. Wait a second. You said there's 200 of these. 250 used. sold on the first day. Oh, on the, did he say first day? First day. Sold no, on. he didn't say first day. Yes, I did. We want to review. Uh, can we bring the replay? I think he and said there's 250 sold anyway, on the first day. Wait, wait. All right, so you, uh, I'm going to go I'm look not, back. I got more. I got I'm more looking now. back on On Demand tonight. You can I'm going to see what you said the first day. You do that. You do the that. The first day. And let's match. talk about that for yeah, a minute. You lit you know? me up. Okay. Okay, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Okay. Anything else you said that On Demand, yeah. First of all, I want people to understand how they can do this. You can call us at 844-999-9249. Yep. Give us a buzz. Kelsey's in buzz. the in the buzz room right there. Okay. She'll uh, take your call and put you into the studio. Or you, us, call us and tell us what you want to hear, what you don't yeah. want to hear. And go look us up at Matches. NRM Streams with a Z on the yeah. Google or Apple, Apple store. store. Yeah, go in there, Apple you know, Store, where there's pears, And talking apples, about pears, apples, we have mm-hmm. a wonderful guy named Alex Winkler joining us later this uh, morning in the second half of the first hour. Alex is Detroit's deli man. Started with uh, Pickle Barrel years ago, probably before that. We'll get his history. Yes. Then he built a chain of stores called The Bread Basket. Yes, he did. And now he's got a new restaurant called Doggy Style in Pontiac. Right. right. So we're so. going to get a great break, uh, break breakdown from him. 
But I want there's some breaking news stories that I'm. Should I do the breaking news? From 2020 news from the big A. These people don't know what the teletype was. I know. Used to be a thing that spit out papers, youngsters. I'm Byron McGregor for 2020 news. The teletype. The guys, there used to be paper coming out of a machine that gave us the news. You know what that is? Headlines. Headline. Headline. Detroit. Hazel Park. Hazel Park Raceway. Oh no, it's gone. Close. Close the doors. You know what? Now, wait a minute. Yeah. Now, this is a big day in history for me. You were born. When did it open? Yes. <laughs> the day you were born. I knew that. There's a plaque, and you go to Hazel Park. Born. Hazel Perlman. Parkway and Perlman. Perlman. Peter Perlman. There's a 1949. There's a picture of a horse's ass. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then there's a picture of Peter. <laughs> 1949, ladies and gentlemen. Owned by I Hartman can't tell the difference. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yes, we know you always wanted to be a proctologist. I know. Hey, bend over. I'll drive. Okay. <laughs> Good thing this is an X-rated, uh, not an a, a G-rated show. People are still sleeping, watching cartoons. You know, there's not too many cartoons left on Saturday morning, is there? I no, remember waking up cartoons, being in my PJs. Oh, wait, wait. Long with before my that. Lego and wait my we had, cars, we had Taking we, people back to the good old days. We yes. didn't have that. We had Fury. You had Fury. Sky King. And Johnny Walker Black. No, but we had black and white <laughs> movies. So, my friend Flicka. Oh, Flicka. Yeah, that's before my time. Yes, it was. Yeah, Mr. Okay. Ed. So let's uh, go back to the track. Gee, Wilbur. Um, no, let's go back to the track. Wilbur. And uh, this, is, this is some very serious stuff. Yeah. First of all, those that had already brought the horses in and paid for it will not get their money back. This is getting to be an ugly picture, well, let alone second. the closing of the track. Uh, oh, first of all, those folks who own the track have money. Yeah, but so far, from all the interviews that I've listened to. Did you talk to the horses or the trainers? I talked to the owners of the horses. Yeah, what they I tell gotta you. tell you, they're not a happy group right now. You know, it's sad because you know I remember going to the track with my father and my uncles and his friends, and I was seven, eight years old, and they had they 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 God, they got me into gambling at an early age. I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh, oh my God, the deli man's in yeah, the house. Well, he can look at it from studio. across the window. He can watch us till he about eight thirty. That's right. I don't see any uh, anyway. corned beef sandwiches. I don't see any. Uh, Stay on hot topic. Dogs. Stay on topic. Stand, okay, Stay the racetrack. We're the going back track. to the track. Okay, yeah, picture of you. The picture of the horse. Yeah, I want to go okay, back go to ahead. the track, and horse I want to. And I really want to talk about this. Okay, talk to me. This is track number two now in the Greater Detroit area. That's gone. Uh huh. Yep. That only leaves the Northville. And North, now, Northville's the last. And that's a beautiful development site, prime acreage. Right. You're a block and a half from downtown. Yep. I, I think that's going to be going. I don't know. You know what? I don't. Can we sustain one racetrack? Well, here's the, the biggest issue that everybody's always had is that the gambling cannot come on the property of the track. Well, see, that's the, the gam- I mean, we have gambling for racing, but no slots, see, no, see, none of the other activities. If the slot machines would be there, they would sustain. They would be. You know, but it didn't work in Windsor, so I don't know. The, well, we're going to talk about Windsor. That's next on my agenda. Oh, so me too. Hello, Caesar. Goodbye, Close. Caesar. Close. If you were going to stay at the Caesars Casino, you can't stay there. They emptied the casino and the hotels. They're on strike. Hell, Caesar. Big gain for Detroit casinos. Those money will come over to this side, and um, Mr. Gilbert will make more money. Well, that's the big question I want to talk about, though, talk for a minute. Talk to me, Peter. Talk to me. The union. Yep. Um, in Windsor, had mm-hmm. made a presentation to its membership, and they felt that this was a very positive presentation. Yep. And it was surprising that the general membership voted it down. They did. They did. And uh, Local 444. And the question really becomes, who's finally waking up and calling the shots? 
Well, you know, here it comes, Peter. We're in a changing world. Would you agree that? It changes every day, and I think it's changing faster and faster, uh, whether it's with the Internet, uh, devices, people getting news faster. Um, a lot of things going on over. I mean, it's, it's, it's the point where I think the folks at the companies are finally saying enough's enough. Do you really believe that? In many ways it is, Peter. I think, I think the— Do you think that the union is phasing out? Do you think unions are getting weaker, or are you just saying in this case? In this case, I, I think the unions actually, last time I saw it, union membership has gone up a little bit, um, looking at a number. Um, and they're there for a purpose. And I think that in most cases, negotiations over the last 10 years have gotten better between unions and companies. But uh, this one seems to be confusing. Okay. Well, um, so you, the second part of what you brought, and we said it in tongue-in-cheek, but the three casinos in the greater Detroit area, mm-hmm. in downtown Detroit. I heard some good news this week. Okay, well, f- before we get to your good news, let's oh, just talk about news. with Caesars closed for mm-hmm. the temporary position mm-hmm. that they're in. Mm-hmm. What do you believe will transpire now for the local three? So let me tell you what's going to happen for the local three. I mean, this is a short windfall for Detroit. Right. It's a, There's it, a lot of They people, could sign the paper tomorrow, take two days, pop it back <coughs> open. They could. People, people will go to Windsor. They I'm like sorry, Windsor. by the way, you don't have any water today because they locked our closets. Can you believe that our storage room got locked? <laughs> I cannot believe it. Throw someone over the wall and open it up. Um, no, you're talking about the Detroit casinos that they're doing very well. Um, there's no shortage of money going into them. But I heard some interesting news about the jail site yesterday. You want to hear it? Well, we're think, all we're what, all looking at you, so what you do you know. think's going up at the jail site? This is what I heard. I'm not confirming it, but I heard it from a pretty good source. What do you think's going on at the jail site? Well, I think a couple things will happen. Okay. I th- I think that you may see the new casino. That's you're, you're right on. And I think that we're going to see a redefined whole section down there. In other words, once everything comes down and Murphy Hall of Justice is taken down and everything else, Mm -hmm. you're going to find that the footprint is properly made for a casino. What was done in the past was a Band-Aid casino to get it up to meet the competition. Well, you know what? I I think you got to—I also heard that a smaller soccer stadium still might show up. Well, you know, the 15,000— 10 to 15, I think, is a solid number. I mm-hmm. think the other number was way too large. Yeah, to play at, to play uh, at Ford Field, I think, was too large. Well, it's fine to play at Ford Field because you don't have to build anything. It's already there temporarily. It's like the Pistons when they played at the Silver Dome. You cut off half the dome with the curtain. Wow. Here you can't do that. But at the same time, the facilities are already in place. And you could actually go and play indoor soccer. At Joe Lewis. Well, and I think you're going to see on the casino Not Joe Lewis. Site, what do you call that place? Oh, that hockey place down on Woodward Little Avenue. Sleezers. Little Sleezers. Yeah. Okay. So I think you're going to see a very big new casino. I yep. think we're out in this. Are we on the same page? New casino. New casino. And I think you're going to see some kind of auditorium for shows, which they do not have at the Greek Town. Well, they're going to be more Las Vegas-style hotel. Well, and also you've got Mr. Gilbert has companies of hundreds, uh, thousands of people. Between all his companies, probably 20-something thousand people. Correct. He needs an arena that he can have meetings for his people. Well, he – wait a minute. Yep. Wait a minute. Yeah. They're already downtown. No, but but he has Yeah, it doesn't have meetings. his brand on he it. He doesn't have his brand on it. He has his meetings. He can have an arena that does concerts, multi-purpose events. Well, you I don't know want, he's going to get there because like well, you want to be like the Apple campus. You want to be a nice campus. And I don't blame right. him. Listen, he's doing a great job. Detroit is doing amazing. I have a meeting Thursday – for a possible downtown studio for new radio media. We'll talk so, about well, that So, well, wait later. a minute. I want to talk about one. Stay on the Gilbert thing with well, me. Stay then. on Gilbert. Oh, what do you got on Gilbert? Bring up your Dan Gilbert, Funkin' Waggle Gilbert things. All right. 
Okay. Uh, demolition will kick off on the Monroe Block Project. Yes, that project's going to go up. That's another big project downtown. Another thing going vertical. Yep. Vertical, vertical. And, and this one will even have multiple rooftop terraces. I saw on... a beautiful building outside, terraces with trees yeah, well, and sitting out there. And it's going to be, a, sun in at least it won't be like uh, the Woodward Avenue property. This will not be a contemporary, contemporary piece. Yeah, it's going to be a little more uh, designed, a little nicer design elements. I think it fits the downtown area a little bit um, more properly. Yeah, I, I was, think that sometimes our two mo- our modern structures are too modern yeah. for a, a downtown that has a history. Dark white. Yeah, it just it just doesn't hit. You know, the two existing structures at the Farmer and Bates will be demolished in June, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to watch that, and maybe the crew can go out and take a little photo for us. You know, have some shots for us done. Lots going on. I, I really take a so, look at that down there. And the fact and, is, yes, go ahead. The hill go further down into Wayne State. Mm-hmm. The Hillberry Theater, all these years, has been this little built, nice building, is finally getting a huge, huge expansion. How big? Well, huge. Well, you know, the complex will serve the home of the school's College of Fine and Performing Communications Arts programs. From they're getting a wonderful gift, but we're talking about um, we'll approve a sixty-five million dollar Hillberry Gateway performance complex. Wow! So you're going to get. Not only the theater, but all of the art school, um, drama, performance, everything is going to be moved into this complex. There's plenty of drama around here. So they're, they're going to get a lot of that, yeah. and um, I think that's great. So, you know, downtown is interesting. Um, it's challenging in some respects. I, I think that uh, you shared with everybody the other day, and, and Alex will have a different insight to it later on. Too many restaurants. Thank you. Too many restaurants downtown. Um, and it's affecting the suburbs. Well, I you know, know. we we watched a few. Downtown. Well, we watched a few suburb suburban restaurants close. Some open. Some open. Yep. Anna's house across. Anna's street. from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, well, they're going to be here as a guest in the next couple of weeks. We right. talked to them. Well, the we'll probably be there maybe tomorrow as a guest. All right. Of Sounds Anna's. Good. Um, so, can we take a trip up of twenty three seventy five to Flint? Yeah, I would love to. Do you want to stop by Burton Township, Schwartz Creek, or do you want to go right into Flint? Flint? Okay, Flint, the two-syllable town. They're coming off the list from the governor's office. Schneider's taking them off. No more water. They're ending the bottled water program. Not only that, they're ending management by the state and giving it back to the mayor. But a lot of people aren't happy because there's still a lot of people that water is not good, and they're ending the free water program. Meanwhile, they give uh, uh, Nestle... A permit to take more water out of the ground. Yes, they did. Uh, there were eighty fact, something thousand people against that. that. I've got and, it right and, here. And the governor uh, just—they just—you know what? Bring the water out, and I think they pay like three cents a bottle. Not even three cents a, a thousand gallons. Well, or hundred thousand get, gallons. It was signed off. They were getting two hundred fifty gallons a minute. They yep. requested to go to four hundred gallons. Yep. And a lot um, of fish tanks. You know, so they've given that approval to them. The DEQ, uh, Heidi Grather. When did they put? E between DQ, Dairy Queen change. When did that happen? They added an initial. Do you, do you see what us? I work with here? They added actually. Do you, do you E see? between the DQ, Dairy Queen? What is it? DEQ. What would D, D, uh, Dairy Extra Queen? Oh, should I'm I? I'm not even listening not, to you. Not, I'm not even listening to you. He's not. Um, I like to piss him off. Not he told even. me 200 were sold since. Not not the first day. 200. I'm going to look that up on tape. Hey Jake, remind me to look at the tape on that. That that two hundred something the first day he didn't say the first day. All right, now okay, if you didn't say the first day, what are you going to buy me? I said the very. I said, 
first day. I don't day. know. I don't think I heard the very first day, but I I know, I know you don't. You you just don't give up. All right, let me move on. You won't even offer me a prize if I. Let's go to Buddy's Pizza downtown. They want to go. Where downtown? Way downtown in the Madison building. Mm-hmm. They want to go there after they really had the tenant before that. They gave him a rough time. Angelina. Yeah, they gave him a rough time. Old and Angelina's rough. was a great. I I used to eat at Angelina's before going to the Opera House. Really. It's a wonderful Did restaurant. Did you take your opera glasses with you? No, we do not. Your opera glasses. Yeah. Angelina Italian Bistro. And you know who we went with? Who? A program that's going to be starting here at New Radio Media, the Lupos. It already started. Well, but I was out of town. The Lupos are here at New Radio Media. I will be with the Lupos on Monday. Very nice. Say hello to the Lupos. I will. So, so that's going so cool. So tell everybody a real quick moment since we brought up uh, Joe and Jeff Lupo. Yeah. What's their show all about? About the Lupo family and lovely chiropractic office over there on Gratiot, uh, the Lupo Chiropractic. Very interesting family, three of them, three doctors. We have two. Uh, the daughter's not on the show. She'll Someone's got to watch the fort. She's, she'll visit. She'll visit. Story about Joe, the family, their talents, their outside interest, and going deep into the world of chiropractic. Excellent. And you so know, it's really good, really, really good. It's all exciting stuff, and um, there is a sad note news this morning, and this is the serious side for one minute. At least 14 people were killed in a crash involving a Canadian junior hockey team this morning. Yeah, a bus crash. Terrible. That's, uh... And uh, we just want to take a moment uh, to extend our condolences to everybody um, in the small town where there's only 6,000 people to begin with. It's gonna be, they're going to be missed. And, it's and everybody moment. knows everybody, as uh, was reported by uh, our wonderful team from CNN News, and I want to thank them for allowing us to share that. But... Um, we at New Radio Media want to take our condolences and pass them forward. We do uh, feel sorry for those folks and the families and hundreds of lives or thousands of lives to change in a small town. Uh, we're going to have to take a break right now, Peter. Well, we will. And and uh, we're going to have, you know what, I think we might bring Alex in a few minutes early. Well, you like I, I've got some other stuff yet. Okay, I want he's Alex. waiting in the wings. Okay. I know he is. He's right, going to so slice we'll, that corned beef up real all right, good. Well, let's take this break. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We'll see you in a few. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. 
check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Well, Paul, welcome back. It's great to take a few quick notes while we were enjoying our commercial opportunity. since. All right. So you want to stay on that? You want no, to push, man. push, no, push? No, no, no. No, no, no. I'll no, let, you, no, go. I'll let no, you go. No, what do you no. got for me, Peter? 1933. Okay. Many American citizens were relieved to hear that on April 7th of 1933, the popular what would finally be legal across the United States. The popular what? Okay. Soon, many blank lovers flock to where to have their what? To have their what? We're putting booze back in yes, somewhere. Yes, we are. Back booze, end of prohibition. Beer comes back. There we go, see? Beer I, comes back. I, 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 know you, okay. I know you were dying to get I to the beer thirsty. line. I was thirsty. I know. No prohibition. Back in the days. Back in the days. We have someone new in the control room. we got a new employee listening to us That's over there. Right. I know. It's, it's going from dogs to dis- you know, dogs, right, here we go. dogs to working new radio 1927. Media. This is even more important. Proctologist. Now, wait a minute. Nothing to do with that? Several what? individuals yeah. from the media flocked to a dwelling in New York on April 7th of 1927 for what reason? The sky was falling. At uh, Empire State Building. Um, 1927. In the room was Hubert Hoover. Why? I, no, gosh, I, I, I skipped that day of history. The reason Hoover, was Alex they were getting that. to see how television works. For the first time. Wow. Hubert Hoover broadcasted from Washington, D.C. to New York. Live from New York and Washington, D.C. TV was invented. Okay, Okay. cool. Anything else you got for me? Yeah, I do. I'm I'm, I'm just going to give you one more from 1933. The answer's blue. No, this is an ugly ugly one. Okay, ugly one. One infamous, 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 but infamous practice of the Nazis, which the world would never forget, is the way the Jews across Europe were tormented by Hitler's forces. The government passed the Law for the Restoration of the Professional Civil Service in April 7th of 1933, which seemed like a deliberate attempt to suppress the Jews. The law stripped off the powers of the Jewish people, especially those who were in government jobs, and eventually people were also asked to boycott. Times have not changed. The EU today is doing the same thing. Yeah, it's dead. we got to watch that so stuff. So we it's... have to monitor very, very carefully. The next hour, I'll bring you some more positive things. Yeah, it really. But, I'm going to ask um, you to leave the studio and get to replace by someone but, else. Uh, you we know, got matches that. and All right, well, let's go down, on. Let, we, we, talk, we talked depressed. about the government a little earlier in Michigan. You yep. talked about Flint. Yep. <sighs> talk to me, Peter. Talk. What's the story? What do you believe... What do you believe about a part-time um, legislature from Michigan? I believe it should happen. I believe it should happen. I don't think they do enough up there. I think they should condense the amount of stuff they need, get the bills done, go home and get a job at the deli with Alex. Well, the petition drive for the part-time legislature ended. Hot dogs. What? I'll repeat it for you. For go the, ahead. I said the petition drive for the part-time legislature ended. Yeah, because they don't want a pay cut. 
they well no this was even to get signatures and everything else i know there's a lot of people behind a lot of money that's back to politics waste more money don't fix the roads boy gretchen's getting pissed off about the roads do you hear what she said all week well you fix know, the darn damn roads god she's she's got a mouth well, like let, let's go to macomb county do you think the exact bumpity bumpity bump what do you think out there with the comments about Mound Road, you know, the Third World Road? That road is like someone dropped a bomb on it. Somebody in our studio is nodding her head. She's, she's she lives lost out tires that way. Already. She lost tires. I remember you bought tires and rims already, yeah, right? Come on, yeah, Ash, and talk to us. I moved to Roseville and, uh, within two weeks. It wasn't a weeks. welcome, yeah. No, yeah. within two weeks I had four flat tires and had to replace two rims. But they're only flat on the bottom, so that was not, you just turn them around, they get on flat. So but that's terrible. Staying with me on that. Okay, you're you're good news. Tires, Holocaust, the mechanics. Matches, mechanics are talking. Mechanics are talking about potholes and everything. Okay. And and other people Average, talk about pot. The rain. The range goes from eighty dollars to a thousand dollars per vehicle. Yeah. Wow. Right now on repairs. Wow. And there was one family that suffered over three thousand dollars on their Impala LTZ. Uh, just recently, when they got to deal on the third world country main roads. Wow. So no. this is not um, the best of times to take a look at. And you, Mr. Retailer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what do you think of Nine West? Not good for them. File the Chapter 11. There's going to be more of those. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Internet again later, what's going on. Um, you know, shame on the retailers who don't change with the times. You know, it, it, we talked about this last week. We talked about the week before, customer service, pricing, all the other stuff. But, hey— you know what? Change is the only thing that's constant. Well, when you say change is the only thing that's constant, um, answer me this question. I've okay. been watching around here, and, and all right, we're, we're broadcasting from Farmington Hills, Michigan. Right, Just so right. those that join us here at New Radio Media right. uh, realize that this is our studios, but we do send our signal all over the world. Yep, that's yep. the beauty of our broadcasting, okay. the way we do things on a digital platform basis. Yep. Lately, we're watching like mushrooms. Hotels going up, short-stay hotels, yep. call them what you want. Mm-hmm. The Holiday Inn Expresses, the Hamptons, mm-hmm. the, uh, the Marriott properties. When is the balloon going to burst on this kind of on this kind of building? So, not the big, I'm not talking about. No, the small hotels, convenient, 180 rooms, three story rooms. Yeah, yeah, three-story bricks. Um, here's the issue. The banks are already tightening up on those. They see the uh, amount of them up. The demand is still there. Travel's still good. The economy's good. Once you get a little hiccup in the economy and, but you're and saying travel— tra- But wait a minute. You're saying travel is good, but you're taking a condensed area. Well, let me talk about this. I, I want I you to. talk with the bankers on this, and the fact is they're tightening up on lending, um, consolidation, or, or I should say oversaturation in certain areas of hotels. What happens is in the hotel business, as soon as you put up a new hotel across from an old hotel, the old hotel dies. And they either have to tear it down and build a new one or remodel it, and that's very costly— as soon as the economy has a hiccup, you're going to see a lot of these hotels going back to the banks. It's just it's going to reverse. It's going to be the same thing, and the hotel business and, and building slowing down a little bit in the Detroit market. All right, so let's take a graph look at this for a moment. Just, okay, you know, graphic. Okay. All right, so here you got it. You know, you're you're, you're doing your rise up. You're mm-hmm. coming up here right now. Mm-hmm. Would you say you're at the eighty percent peak point? No, ninety-two percent. Really? Yeah, I think we're that high. Maybe even higher. I think you're going to see trading of hotels between people. Um, not a lot of bargains in the commercial real estate business right now, whether it's hotels, apartments. But that, too, will see a hiccup within the next 16 to 24 months. Yeah. You've got a lot of things. I think we're going to see a hiccup in the economy. 
Uh, I want to talk about the trade wars a little later. Right. We'll pick um, that up at we'll the 9 o'clock hour. Yeah, so we'll join we'll us on the second hour. But we're going to see a lot of changes in the economy. Um, you know, right now the president's jockeying for position with the trades. And it's affecting a lot of people, a lot of companies, scaring a lot of people. And, um, you know, we could see a huge inflation number and things could come to a halt. I want to talk about the employment picture for a minute. Mm -hmm. Only 103,000 entered the workforce in March. Yep. Uh, I think it shocked a lot of people, and yet the automotive numbers blew everybody away, especially the Fiat Chrysler family. Well, the numbers, they're up, once again, changing. And I hope those people, we don't have short-term memory, that we're out building trucks, trucks, and trucks. And if gas goes up, um, we're going to have a problem there, too. Well, he's playing with the EPA, and I'm just kind of very concerned that if you roll back your uh, EPA— That's a done deal. Not in California. Well, it's it's going to be they're going to fight in California, but I sure hope they fight the, here too. The mileage regulations are going to be reduced. I have not. I think they've already been done that. They've done that. The fact was that was a deal with the auto supplier, the auto manufacturers, and the president right before he got in, and the the mileage numbers are going to be reduced, and we're going to have less efficient standards on cars. So we're going in reverse. In many ways, you know, let's get rid of the EPA, let's get rid of this, let's get rid of that, regulation. A lot of young people and a lot of people upset. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm surprised that the uh, millennial group has not really taken a stronger voice for quality of air and everything that the uh, former administrations really worked hard to, um, to benefit the health and welfare of the general community. Well, they're getting pressured. Uh, it's it's in social media if you watch it. There's no well, pressure there. The fact is uh, we've got a president that's going to do what he's going to do. That's it. He he decided, you know, he doesn't need a lot of his staff, and he hasn't staffed up. He hasn't replaced people, and he's well, going to do that. that. I know that from my, my travels to yeah. different countries. So he's going to do his thing. We're going to watch back. We are going to hope it's the best for the United States. We have our opinions. He has his, and we're not going to go further. Anyways— We've got a couple oh, not, minutes. What do you mean we're not going to go further with opinions? This well, whole show was opinionated. But, but, but I, would I mean, of all the people. So far, you got me depressed this morning, uh, I, I, okay? I know. I can always okay. tell when Paul comes to the microphone. I started when, on when a high Paul, note. When Paul goes up and he goes. I can't wait until I talk and, to and, Alex. And I, really, nice I really want to talk guy. to you Alex, about I want to replace the, him for the rest the of the show. The government and how the government Peter, I'm sending you to make hot dogs and Pontiac, and Alex is going to become my co-host. You know, Alex is always upbeat, good guy. You know. God, I can't wait to get wow. someone upbeat in the studio. Yeah. Al- Alex, is, gonna, snore, you know, Alex is cutting the pickles right now, hey, and he's okay. getting the the corned beef ready uh, he's and everything the else. Ready. We're going to discuss gonna, a lot of things we got here. a lot of things. But I got, so let's talk about the Tigers real quick, another depressing how, uh, note. What are you talking about? They played a great game the other day. A great game. They were losing in the ninth game. inning. Yeah, a great game. They came okay. back. Yeah, they're looking, what's they the won record, in the 10th. Right? What's their record right now? Two and three. Two and three. Yeah, two and three. They've been snowed out or rained out half the season. All I know is we got that, a game uh, at two o'clock. Uh, the game is at two o'clock today. Where's it at? Chicago. I'm not going. If it was downtown, we should have gone. We should go. Well, the, I understand from talking to you know part of our crew here. They're going down on the 18th. Speaking of crew, our crew. We have a n- crew new, of seven new radio in Chicago at the moment. Oh, the great show! We have Comic Con in Chicago. They're going to come back with a lot of cool interviews, a lot of cool people. But we're rounding that time again, and uh, no, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no, looking not. forward to a no, very, very good time. friend in about a minute. Go back here. to Chicago. 
Chicago. What are they doing in Chicago? So you got the Chicago Comic Con. Explain that to everybody. Comic convention. Thank you. Um, thousands of people are going in and out of the convention center there. Right. Including our new radio team. Seven of us uh, are there. Seven of our team. Seven of us cameras. are there. You're in the studio Seven with are, me. Are us is our crew. Us, <laughs> us. Like, go back to the oh, I'm not going to say that. Anyways, um, my replacement co-host, I'm leaving. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I'm leaving the show. I have enough of this well, already. That's all right. You know, I can stay married and get Welcome abused. to New I Radio Media Talking Biz. I'm Peter Perlman without Paul Benzman. There yes, you go. Okay. we love Paul. Anyways, Peter, we got to do this. We're going to take a break right now. A break. We're going to get Alex Winkler, the deli man, yes. uh, in in a minute. And uh, we got a lot more going on. It's a sunny Saturday here in Detroit. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you after this break. Thanks a lot. Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill, yeah. I'm ready for our show, and, and you're ready for the mm-hmm. show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video? What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Good morning, Detroit. Welcome back to Talking Biz here on a beautiful hey, Saturday morning on NewRadioMedia.com. We got a special guest sure in, the, in the in the in the studio. <laughs> Let's remember what it is. Alex Weekler. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. You Good know, morning. Alex, I've known you many, many years. I'd uh, probably, probably say probably close to forty. Yeah, a long time. I, I want you know, Alex. It's interesting because when people hear you or see you, they don't realize how much restaurant history. A lot of people do, but a lot of people don't realize how much restaurant history. Let's go way back. What was your? Well, let's talk about you and your background. Where are you from originally? I was born in Israel. Yeah, okay, born in Israel. Came here when I was ten. Okay. Got a job in a deli. Which deli two was that? Weeks. Cousins Deli on Linwood. What, Linwood, yeah. Cousins Deli between Hazelwood and Gladstone. Right. Really. You old enough to remember that? I used to go to down in the old Charlotte. He's a lot older than <laughs> I'm, you a, think. I'm a Chicago I, Boulevard know, Alex, guy. Alex, oh, okay. I think he's older than I'm you. I'm the Wilshire Hotel, Collingwood, and Second. How old are you? Sixty-nine. 
I'm a year older. I just turned 70. Mazel good. Tov. 70. I swear. The man is active. And he's good. <laughs> March 11th. And he's got, what, a 32-year-old wife? Um. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And so a 40-year-old go, car. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> young. So let's go back to your first deli job. You were 10 years old? Yeah. I walked into a deli. I couldn't speak a word of English. Uh, the lady at the register, Esther, was an old, uh, uh, well, she was probably around 70. She could speak uh Hungarian and uh, Yiddish, and uh, I asked her if I can have a job. She went in the back, talked to the boss. He put me to work. And uh, what were you doing at the first job? A little bit of everything. Uh, I was mostly cleaning up, washing dishes, and uh, in no time at all, I just kept working my way towards the counter. And uh, two years later, he was letting me. Uh, do almost everything. Slicing the corned beef, oh, making yeah. sandwiches. I, they they didn't have any uh, they didn't have any laws on the books about None of that. handling machinery or knives. They would have locked them up. Today. <laughs> yeah. So you got that. So back then, did they use the slicer? Was it hand sliced or what they do? They had machines, but uh, I also worked at Modern. Modern Deli. Uh, Finkel and Livernoy. When yeah. I was fourteen. Okay. And uh, we had no machines there. Everything, so hand everything was hand cut. Uh, I worked so that was 1962, give or take. <laughs> yeah, uh, 62, 63. Okay. Every one of us had a pot with a lid. Uh, when the corned beef came off, we just he just grabbed a, right. a, a brisket out and hand cut it. And uh, I, that was a good learning curve for me because I worked with a bunch of old guys, and uh, they made me do all the work. Well, modern okay. was unique, too, because you never got a bill. Exactly. You just went up to the front, and you told them what you had, and and the the woman yeah. that ran it, she sat stood right there and said, "No, you did not. You had A, B, and C." Nah, Mrs. Krugel, she was she, she was pretty good. She, Let me tell she you, she was really sharp because if you ever beat her, the next time you came, <laughs> she got you twice. <laughs> she got you twice. I got you. You forgot to pay me for the pickles last yeah, week. So, okay, great. so now we're at modern. Where do we go for modern? Uh, for modern, uh, I worked for Dave Rabin, who owned. Uh, the Esquire on Dexter, mm-hmm. and uh, sh- shortly after opened up an 11 mile in Lasser, and it was called Ravens. Ravens. It later became the Esquire, and I after that, that, it became the Gateway. gateway. So yeah, Harvard Row. So Harvard Gateway Row. there. Yeah. Harvard Row. So there, your Gateway. Yeah, uh, he, Dave Raven, uh, was an unusual character. Uh, he had three places. He had Bloomfield Deli on Maple and Telegraph. Uh, a deli uh, on Coolidge and Maple, and he had Rabins. And he decided to take off and went to Europe for eight years with his girlfriend. <laughs> and he left you the deli. No, who would no, happen? No. So no, you, were, he, you were there, and after that deli, how long did you stay there? Oh, God, it wasn't that long at all, maybe a couple of years. Now, how old were you now? Peter's uh, keeping up with the math. Huh? Oh, trust me, I've been, yeah, I, I've been tracking yeah, him. Yeah. 16, 17... And the following year, uh, we opened the Nasherai. Right. Okay. That was in Lincoln Center. Mm-hmm. So sit in Nasherai. I remember the Nasherai. Uh, and uh, so the Nasherai, I was there when my grandfather used to take me to Nasherai. Right. You, you, had, you had you on one end. You had Big Boy on the other end of the center. Ah, uh, yes. That's way correct. That's right. Baskin Robbins, two doors over. And Adam's Ribs. Was it Adam's huh? Ribs? What was the No, ribs? no, 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 no. No. Uh, 
the rib place. The rib place. But anyways, let's go back Checker. to the Checker. 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 So well, let's go about the Nasherai. Yeah. And uh, sitting at the Nasherai, and uh, hey, Alex, my camera guy's saying stay still for a second. Okay. All right. <laughs> you can't move that camera fast enough. <laughs> so, so the Nasherai. <laughs> Uh, did you have partners in the Nasherai? No, no. I was working for Earl Mostyn and Ronnie Foreman. Okay, right. so they had the Nasherai. Uh-huh. So you were there. And then it changed to the bread basket. Why? No, it didn't. It did. What, did, no, what no. happened? Tell me what it, happened. It stayed the Nasherai. Okay. Uh, Ronnie and Earl split up. Ronnie went to work uh, at take over the cafeteria at the advanced building. Okay. And uh, contractually, I was obligated to stay with Earl for two years, at which time he was supposed to sell me the place. At the end of two years, he reneged. Wow. And uh, so I hooked up with uh, Cy Ginsburg. Okay. We opened up the pickle barrel, and the Nasherai bellied up. So the pickle barrel was at 12 in Evergreen? Correct. Correct. And uh, I loved it. Pickles and, and pickles at every table. And Yeah, your uh, first wife was my cashier. She was your cashier. <laughs> yeah, she was. There's a long story behind that, but yes. we'll go there. So she was your cashier, and you ran the pickle barrel for how many years? Until 1994. Wow. Long run there. Long run. Uh, Cy and I split up in 1980. He uh, he wanted to go into the wholesale business. And he did. And he, he did. did. He did. Did a great and, job. And today uh, he supplies all my restaurants. Cy yeah. Ginsburg is great corned beef. The best. The best. So you've got... speaking of the best... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. He, ca- he came up with a hot dog. Yeah. We're gonna, uh, we're, gonna okay. we're, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We love your t-shirt. We're gonna go for it. We're gonna go for the. T- okay. We're gonna. We're gonna get to we're the t-shirt. We're gonna get there because we've got more history. Okay. Okay. So we let's go. It. So you you had the pickle barrel. Correct. Pickle barrel goes. You close it. No, I sold it. Sold, sold it. it. Sold yeah. it. And then mm-hmm. they closed it down the road. Correct. Where did you go after the pickle barrel? Uh, actually, uh, for a year. I went into commercial real estate. Oh my I was god! Selling businesses. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I worked with a gentleman named uh, Jim Panaritas. Okay, Ooh. so you did commercial for a year. And actually, I was partners with Greg Edgecombe. Him and I were uh, teaming up on a lot of the sales. Oh, very nice. And uh, uh, I was doing fairly well, and nine, ten months later... You missed the restaurant business. No. No? <laughs> no. Uh, the, the, problem with the, uh, the problem with commercial real estate, as you well know, yeah. is there's no paycheck. Until you have a closing. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. He okay. never got that memo. <laughs> he didn't get that memo. This is a nonprofit. Is, is, I, is, isn't that why you're doing radio? No, 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 no. We're doing okay on the commercial real estate side, but yeah, it's yeah. tough at the beginning. You got to build yeah. a pipeline. You got to right. people calling you. Correct. And you got to have connections. You have so we we do that. And as we do that, um, so you got done with the commercial real estate business, mm-hmm. and where did you go to? I opened up uh, Delhi on uh, Eight Mile and Grand River. Okay. Uh, my my friend Ronnie uh, suggested that I use his name. Uh, we were friends since we were kids. Yeah, okay. And uh, I did so, and uh, it turned out uh, to be very, very profitable. Within two to three years, I had three locations. Okay. I opened up in Livonia, which is my Plym- flagship store Plymouth today. and Middle Belt. Yes. Yep. Okay. East side of the Wonderland street. Mall. That's right. Side. I know them well. <laughs> All yeah. right. And so you opened that. You had the four, the three delis. You had the eight mile store. Correct. And, uh, and so today from, we're up to eleven. So eleven stores. So you got those. And um, 
Are those franchised or what are they? Four of them are franchised. Four fran four, and the other ones are yours. Yes. So, so when you, let me ask you a question, Paul. When you went to the franchise formula mm -hmm. to do this, how do you know that they're staying in the proper design that you wanted? In other words, yes, it looks like the same on the outside, mm -hmm. but the sandwiches are made the same mm -hmm. so that everybody knows that everything is the same. I trained my franchisees for probably three months. They've worked at many of my stores, and I constantly monitor them. That's what I do. I, I do a lot of driving these days. I don't spend a lot of time in the stores anymore, and I'm really not loving it. I, you know, I spent 35 years uh, behind the counter and couldn't wait to get out, and today it's completely reversed. I spend six hours a day in a car going from place to place, and when I get to a store, I'm basically doing the same thing. I'm sitting in an office monitoring everything, so... But we'll talk about perpetuation later. So I'm going to go back to Paul. All right. So we got the bread baskets, and all of a sudden, you had a building in Pontiac sitting there, mm -hmm. and it sat there and sat there, and you thought about a new concept, correct? Yeah. Well, it was a bread basket for many, many years, and it did very well. Then uh, Summit Mall closed. Yeah. And while I was on vacation, uh, uh, one of my uh, my manager called me and told me that. Uh, my HVAC went out, and uh, we have no water, and he couldn't open. I flew back into town and found out that uh, uh, all my pipes froze, and it was a big mess. About, I think 32 pipes in, uh, in the building. Out of 33, uh, so okay. No, I don't know how many we had, but yeah. I had to redo the whole building. And uh, that took quite a bit of time. At the same time, I was building a place... Uh, I was opening a restaurant in Madison Heights. So basically I took my equipment out of Waterford right. and moved it over there, and I took my time working on this building. Uh, it's basically a new building uh, on the inside, new floors, new ceiling, all new plumbing, uh, all brand new equipment. And uh, the more I thought about it, I've been thinking for years about doing a simple concept because uh, training people to do what we do uh, takes years and years. Yeah. They have to know how to cook meat. They have to know how to slice meats, how to bake, how to make soups. It's uh, very labor-intensive, and I always wanted to do a simple concept like a hot dog concept. And uh, when Cy came up with this hot dog for me, I said, this is perfect. It's a natural casing, pure beef hot dog. And uh, thinking about it, I said, you know, I don't really need people to really, really have a, need a tremendous amount of training. I can train a kid to turn a hot dog on a char grill. Right. And uh, I decided to go ahead and do it. I uh, came up with a great little menu. It's uh, it's basically hot dogs, baked potatoes, uh, you know, loaded baked potatoes right. and mac and cheese, and all three have basically the same toppings. Yeah, I've been watching the, the, the stuff on social media, and I get hungry every time I see yeah. it. You have a hot dog with mac and cheese on it. Yes, I do. How's yes, that one does. You know, that was, I did that as a kibitz. Yeah, but it's selling. It's selling. Uh, I did the same thing about 10 years ago in, in the bread baskets. Uh, I put a one-pound sandwich on the menu, thinking that, you know, they're not really going to sell, but it's on the menu, and it's an eye-catcher. In the meantime, on the weekends, 
On Fridays and Saturdays, it's probably 65% of my sales. A one-pound sandwich. One-pound sandwich. One it's pound amazing. Sandwich. Uh, what is the number one hot dog at Doggy Style? What's the hot seller? Uh, the, the hottest thing is the Chicago hot dog, and the mac and cheese is a close second. So Chicago Style, do you, have, right. the, do you have the buns with it's the right poppy seeds? Have the, it's right there. Yeah, there have, it is. No, yeah. I have the poppy seed bun. Got the real green relish. I got the neon relish. Neon relish. You got the peppers. I got the sport peppers. You got the pickle. I got the pickle. Got and the, the mustard, tomatoes. The tomato. And the celery salt. What is the weight of the hot dog? Is it a quarter pound hot dog? Is it's it... a six to one hot dog. We also have the quarter pound jumbo hot dog. Right. And are you selling hot dogs by themselves at all or not Not raw? You just You're talking about a straight hot dog on a bun? No, 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 no. Sell the hot dogs. You mean I, by the pound? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, absolutely. But we got to make it. I'm going to wait till tomorrow. Or, are you open Sundays there? No, not yet, no. but we will uh, okay, be shortly. Okay, because, you know, I'm waiting for Passover to be open. <laughs> it's over. I, I, okay. I haven't had bread tonight, so. Well, you can eat the hot dog without the bread. That's right. Yeah, but it's messy. So are we doing bacon? Let me ask so you something. Put romaine lettuce okay. for you. Okay. <laughs> you know, very quickly, give them the physical location where you're located. Uh, we're on Telegraph, uh, block north of Huron. Okay. That's Waterford. Waterford. Um, it is Waterford. Yeah, across the street is Pontiac. Okay. okay. And what we're going to do is we're going to come back, you know, uh, with Alex Winkler. You're listening to New Radio Media. This is Talking Biz. I'm Peter Prom with Paul Benzman. shrinks as you go older. Now there's research that indicates that the rate of shrinkage increases if you drink alcohol. Your brain volume naturally decreases by about 2% for every decade you live. And in the past, scientists have speculated this rate could be slowed with moderate alcohol intake because it appears to improve your heart function and your blood flow. But now, however, the U.S. researchers have found what they call a significant negative relationship between the amount of alcohol that you consume and your brain volume. A study involving nearly 2,000 men and women found a significant difference in the brain volumes of people who were moderate drinkers and those who were teetotalers. And the association was especially strong in women. So the bottom line, say the experts, is that while moderate alcohol consumption may help your heart and blood flow, it offers no protective effect on your brain volume. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Well, you know, when you think of a hot dog in Michigan, most people think of the Coney Island. But in today's world, i got to tell you, Alex, it's exciting to hear that a Cy Ginsburg hot dog is something unique. Well, it, it is unique. Uh, one of the reasons I wanted to do this is that there was a huge void in, uh, in the Detroit area for hot dog places. As you know, we have, a, we have Coney Islands on every corner. Correct. Uh, I'm not not knocking him, but uh, you know, you go other places. You go to Chicago. You go to uh, California, uh, Texas. They have a well, lot of hot dog places. Well, it's you know, even unique is even if you go to Comerica Park for the baseball season, mm -hmm. the hot dog on the grill has changed so dramatically. Sure. And now you can get all kinds of. Um, shall we say, additions to the hot dog. Of course. You know, on it. So your location there in uh, Waterford, Pontiac area, mm -hmm. first of all, is unique because it's been a depressed area. 
And, and, and now, it, you know, with the mall gone over there and right. everything else, and yet Telegraph does get a tremendous amount of traffic. Sure. So why that physical location? I had the building. Well, I owned the building. Well, yeah, but the building without much around it at the time still, you know, it's great to have a building, but sometimes where there's always been a greater traffic pattern, you know. Well, I, I, th I well, you're going to have the traffic pattern because of what's uh, just north of me. You have the, the courthouses. The county. You, you, yeah, the, the county offices for Oakland County. There, there is a tremendous amount of traffic going by. Uh, I'm very happy with the response we've gotten so far. Uh, and, and what are your hours there? We're open from 11 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, six days a week. We'll probably uh, be open on Sundays. Uh, one of the other things I've done is we've partnered we've partnered up with Almost Home, a no-kill shelter. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and we're going to have dog adoptions uh, once a month. In the parking out, lot? Out in the parking I'm not lot. in the restaurant. No, yeah, that'd yeah. be great. I'm going to put a deck out there. Excellent. Nice. We're going to be serving uh, hot dogs out there. So by summer, we should be open on Sundays on the full scale. So we could actually do our show, an early morning show, from there. We'll yeah. have to bring in... Breakfast hot dogs or sausages. Or well, you bring no a problem. breakfast there dog in. I can put fried eggs on it. There, there we go. I mean, there are a lot of things we can do. But the fried idea egg on a, on on a, a tube steak is not a big deal. So exactly. I want to ask Alex a few more questions. <laughs> go right ahead. Alex, you know, you, you, I think you were, before you opened the dog restaurant, I think you were looking to slow down a little bit. So it doesn't seem like you're slowing down at all. I mean, what's what's in the future? <laughs> we got doggy style. Are we no. going to expand doggy style to more places? Actually, let me tell you the truth. Okay, okay. talk to okay. me. Yeah, you, I had this building. New energy. Okay. I took. Two two guys that have been with me a long, long time made okay. them partners. Okay, and uh, yeah, I still want. I don't want to retire, but I okay. want to slow down a little bit. I sold one of my buildings at okay. Woodward and Six Mile right. across from Palmer Park. Okay, uh, I'm not looking to open any more of any restaurants for myself. Okay, but I will consider franchising or helping guys that work for me. That wanna expand, you'll expand. be there for them because they've been with you and you feel good about helping them yeah. out. So you opened the last one I noticed you opened the end of last year was Jefferson. That's a franchise. That's yes. a nice right. restaurant. I passed it's, by there. Yes. How's he doing over He's there? He's doing fabulous. You know, very happy. Actually, they want another location. Really? Uh, they've been in business what four months? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he's ready for another one. Yeah. There's always people want corned beef. So if you were to design, what? Let me ask you a question. What is your favorite food? My favorite food? Yeah, what do you like? It? What, what, what is something that you'd say, if I had a choice to eat one item, okay, yeah. and I could have one meal, what would that be? Oh, my God. One of my favorite meals is breakfast, actually. Okay, so, uh, so let's I, go to I, breakfast. I, let's okay. dig down here. Okay. What would be in that breakfast? An omelet. Okay, I'm going to really get deep. You'll have to, what's in the omelet? You'll have a corned beef he's, omelet, he's and that'll short. be the end of it. He's, he's going to have a corned beef no, what's omelet. What's in your omelet? Well, uh, I, can, I, I make all kinds of omelets. Come to my house on a Sunday morning. All right, morning. so we'll okay. bring the crew to Alex. So I'll have a okay. I make shrimp and asparagus and okay. omelets. I, okay. I make salami and eggs, but uh, it has to be a hard salami. You gotta be, cook, a, but yeah, it got to be a Vienna well known hard salami. Do you cook the meals? It's actually Cy Ginsburg. Is Well known is no longer around. Right, I'm an old school guy. So you like, wait, so you now. You got a lovely wife. Thank you. Do you cook for her? Absolutely. So she doesn't cook. Mm, she no. makes reservations. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So my wife can cook. Yeah, my, I know. My wife but she knows doesn't how have to. to cook. But I don't want her to. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a gentleman. Well, I, you know, I'm at 
the age where I don't want to my wife in the kitchen for a couple hours every night. Okay. You want her someplace else. Exactly. All right. Anyway. And that's what keeps you young. Right? <laughs> there you go. So, so breakfast is your favorite meal. It's one of my favorite meals. Okay. I, well, okay. I enjoy so, different So let's get breakfast. Let's talk about dinner. If you had a choice for dinner, yeah. where would you go and what would you eat? Pepino's. Pepino's okay. is uh, probably one of my favorite restaurants. And what do you get at Pepino's? I've had everything on their menu. The, the trout? The trout, uh, the whitefish. The lamb the chops. The ribs, the lamb chops. Okay. Uh, okay, pick one of those items. What's the favorite? i got to get something. I really don't have He's a not going to give it. He's not going to give it. I like them all. All right, no. so, Alex, how many, how many, I mean, are you wearing doggy style yourself? I'm there every day, uh, probably for the next few weeks. Really? Okay, yeah, so see. if some people hear you and they see you on, on our talk show today, okay, and they come visit you and see you and say they mentioned you saw you at New Radio Media on Talking Biz, okay, what can you do for them? I will give them a chocolate brownie egg roll. A ch- Wait a second. Whoa. Wait, I saw, that, I saw that heartburn 101. Wait a second. No, no, no really, not what, at all. So it's, what's, it's what's in the chocolate brownie it's egg a, roll? It's a, it's a triple chocolate brownie. Okay. Baked with inside. chocolate cake uh, uh, with chocolate frosting and, uh, and white chocolate on top. Mm. I roll it up in a, a skin. And you deep we fry We deep fry them. Yeah. We coat them with powdered sugar and some Hershey's chocolate syrup. And people are loving it. Unbelievable. Hey. Chocolate so I'm inviting both roll. of you after Pesach. Come wow, down. chocolate egg roll. This is great stuff. Well, wow. you know, what I've done, this is what I've done, Paul. I have yeah. my menu. When you walk in, you'll see the menu on the, on the screen. Yeah. But what I've done is I use my website and uh, social media yep. for a not-so-secret secret menu. Okay. And that's where I've introduced, like, last week it was apple pie egg rolls. Apple pie. Oh, I love yes. it. That sounds I love good. It. I oh, like it's that. fabulous. I love it. Yeah. And how about how about this guy Asian corned beef? What about him? He does a lot of those. He does corned beef in he, an egg roll. He, so do I. I've been doing it for years and wow. years. I just want to know one thing. There's always a staple when you have a hot dog. Do we have baked beans? Of course. I Vegetarian just want to, I got to make sure. Oh, you do? Wait, I mean, have to make sure. But now you got to I mean, I mean let's s- face it. With Hot dogs without baked beans is like. So wait, I, what, I agree with you. What are the other side Mustard dishes? Mustard and onions. That's it. And that's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very simple deal. Wait, yeah. now you got me asking more questions. What other side dishes? You have baked beans. Yeah, coleslaw, baked mac and beans, cheese. French fries, onion rings. Yeah. yeah, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Uh, well, and how many mac and cheeses do you have? you have a variety of those? Yes. Wow. Uh, with chicken. Uh, broccoli and uh, cheese, uh, chili and cheese with onions. It's uh, it's it's an interesting place to eat. Well, Alex, I want to. We got to wind down. I want to thank you for taking time out from your Saturday morning away from your favorite meal, your breakfast. <laughs> and, <laughs> Actually, and, and, I'm meeting and, my guys there in uh, probably ten minutes. And being at the show, but thank you for coming on the air today. And, well, and thank we want to welcome you. and your history of restaurant and and continue being a friend of yours. And we will head over to Doggy Style uh, uh, next do. week or the week after. Come on, do, they, do you have week? a website? Yes, yeah, just give, him the, that. give it again. DineDoggyStyle.com. DineDoggyStyle.com. D-I-N-E. Yeah. All right, well, thank you again, Alex. Uh, you're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We're going to take a two-minute break, and we'll see you at the 9 o'clock hour. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, PodQuesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sleeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays, PodQuesters. See you there.
At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says there was a substantial drop in diabetes deaths in the decade leading up to 2006, especially for deaths resulting from heart disease or stroke that's attributed to diabetes. American adults with diabetes are still more likely to die younger than those who do not have the condition, but the gap is getting smaller. The findings come after researchers looked at data from 1997 to 2004, covering nearly a quarter of a million adults. The mortality rate may be falling for some very simple but sound reasons. People with diabetes were found to be less likely to smoke and more likely to be physically active than they were in the past. And there also have been some improvements in controlling blood pressure and cholesterol levels. But sadly, the news is not all good, though, as the CDC also says that the prevalence of diabetes is likely to rise in the future, largely due to poor lifestyle choices and obesity. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. All righty, we're back at uh, Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. Uh, Alex is an interesting guy. Yes, he is, and. Uh... You know, just the, the partnership with Side Ginsburg and then Ginsburg going on to the wholesale side of, uh, you know, making the corned beef that is in so many delis around the greater Detroit area. Uh, it's fantastic. And I knew that his favorite thing would be an omelet with corned beef. He didn't mention that it was with corned beef. He said, Yes, he, he did. Breakfast. I asked him point blank. That's one of them. He invited well, you, us I, to breakfast. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're wearing glasses? Yeah, I've got small well, prints. Look here. at this reader. Small print here. Put, put so, them back on. I, I, I want to see. These are, we've got oh. real glasses coming in the next well, few weeks. Boy, look at yeah. you. You look so important. Sophisticated, sophisticated. Anyways, All right, you so. know, Alex, great guy. I've known him, like you said, over 40 years. Um, great gentleman, hardworking guy. You know, it's funny. When he opened Doggy Style and I heard about it, I said, Wait a second. You just told me you were slowing down. Well, but none of a, us slow down. Yeah, you know, none what? of us slow down. He, he is having a good time, and we're going to check out the dogs there next week. You and I, yes. maybe after the show, we'll head over there. Not today. Not today. Passover. Can't do that. Can't do that. You know. But I have some news. You got more news. More news. We have the Masters Tournament going on right now. We do. Yes. 1963. Okay. I was three years old. The youngest winner of the Masters was who at the time? Arnold Palmer. Jack Nicholas. Arnold was the next year. Jack Nicholas. Arnold was the next year. The legendary, the legendary Jack Nicholas is one of the most iconic golfers of all time and proved his medal at a very young age. When did he change his name to Jack Nicholson and become a movie star? Ooh. Did it, same guy? Okay. Same guy? Right, let's go on. Hold all right, on. So no, wait, wait. That's 63. He's stopping you again. I'm He's stopping you again. Stuff. I got one more. October. 1970. I was 10 years old. There are many actors out there who get their Academy Awards after tremendous struggle, and this gentleman was one of them. After gaining accolades for his stellar performance in several flicks, multiple flicks as a matter of fact, here in this role on April 7th of 1970, he received his Academy Award for True Grit. Who was he? Well, he's a male actor. Yes, he is. That's very good. True Grit. True Grit. I didn't see True Grit. You didn't see it? No. Glenn Campbell was in it. Okay, but he didn't win the award. No. He nope. sang the song. True Grit. It's got to be a rough guy. 
True grits. Got One eye, got a, got a patch on the eye. Rough, tough guy. So uh, what's his face? Um, Rooster Cogburn. Yeah, what's his name? Come on. Do anybody want to jump what's in? What's his name? Who Come is on. It? I saw your papers. So yeah. I'm not answer. <laughs> so well, give me, give me, give me a question. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Yule Brenner. We're not doing the real McCoys here, okay. Paul. Okay. Um, uh, 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 it's what? Give me that. J W. J W. J W. J W. J Walter. John Wayne. Thank you very uh, much. I knew it. I just can't remember. Appreciate Anyways. It. Any more uh, interesting, yeah, yeah, uninteresting yeah, 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 information yeah, yeah, I never yeah, need yeah, to know, yeah, you want to ask me? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 2003. 2003, okay. I was The much U.S., older. which is being governed by the Bush administration, okay. did something very unique on this day. What did they get up with? Launched the attack on Baghdad. I will keep my mouth shut. I will keep my Peter, mouth shut a, about Baghdad. Big mistake. Peter, okay. can you well, I guess me? I'm not keeping my mouth shut. Hold on. You have a question for me, Peter? Or I have a question for you, Peter. Can you hear me? <laughs> you have a, yes, we have oh, a question. Uh, yeah, we actually man. have a voice. We have a voice. Yeah. Jake uh, has a question Jake has a question. Jake, Jake is Jake. not feeling well today, folks. No, he feels with his hands. So okay, everybody, guys. please give him time. some sympathy of love. Okay, Jake, what's going on, um, So you asked a question about the Masters just like literally like two minutes ago. Yes. Yep. Can yep. you go back to that? What was the year you asked Paul? 1963. Oh, Okay. Because I was going to say... April 7th, 1963. Okay, because I was going to say, I know the years that Arnold Palmer did win, and I was going to say, I believe Paul was right, but it was... 64 that Arnold yeah. Palmer brought in. Paul's not going to beat me. I was me. a year off. Paul See, is knew. not going to win I, yeah, with me. He, I do my does, homework. He does a lot of research. I do my homework. Okay? Yeah. He tries to stump me. He does it, and the, and the color's blue. So <laughs> <laughs> that was that Irish thing for leprechauns. It was yes, a Irish. St. Patrick's Day was yes, originally was. blue. Was I, blue. I was shocked myself by yes. guessing that one. But so, Peter, we, we got some big problems here in the but United I, States. But I want to stay in golf. Can we stay in golf? You can stay in golf. I okay, want to talk ahead. about. Peter, do you golf? I used to until I had the arm surgeries. Okay, so he okay. used to, but now he's okay. I want to talk about Rackham, Chandler Park. Need a lot of money. Rouge. Yeah. And Palmer Park. They're in bad shape. How much money do you think they're going to need? Five to six million dollars. How about a total of eighteen million total? It's per course. Total. Yeah, five to six per course. What do you think they're going to? So what are we going to do with Palmer Park? You know, I have a lot of fond memories of the park because right now it's mothballed. We had all of them are closed. Well, um, the other three will be available, but Palmer Park is a closed course. So for the last Palmer couple of years. Park used to have the pond. Yes, it did. And I used to feed fish on Saturdays. I used to ice skate there. So we used to go with my grandfather to Palmer Park either before or after the Nasherai. Yep. And we would get little food to feed the fish in the little hut. There was a snack shop and a hut. There is. And we used to go feed the fish at Palmer Park. So fond memories of Palmer Park. Um, going back about 15 years ago, I was part of a green art fair that we had in Palmer Park and was highly successful and brought a lot of people to the park. Now, what's sad about that area that it's been redeveloped over the last 15 years, and a lot of the old apartments over there were redone, and it's a very striving, it's a strong it's the community. the Manderson area. Yes, yeah, in Temple Israel. Correct. Strong area. So the sad thing is, is the golf course, what they can do with it. Now, I think the city's jockeying to either fix them or sell them. Or well, they're talking about Palmer Park becoming A, a driving range. Yep, yep. Uh, to do that. So you take your car and you and drive going, around And going it? way back when... Um, before your time, of course. Yes. We used to board the bus on Seven Mile Road and, and play Minota. at the. And we used to do the Free Press Golf School for twenty five cents. We get to play the golf course so for twenty five cents. How do you swing a club while you're watching the Free Press or reading the Free Press? It's very simple, Paul. Yeah. You put the paper in front of you. But the paper's in front of you, then it's even harder. 
It's like it's you like wait the paper. You took the golf school. So wait, I'm, with, wait, with I'm, gonna, I'm trying to image this. The papers in here. Look, let me image it. The papers in front of you. Yes, sir. You have two hands on the paper. No. What do you swing you have with? A, you have somebody else hold what the paper. What do you paper. swing with? You have somebody else hold the paper. So you have them hold the paper, and yeah. you're swinging. Is yeah. it like a blind, a blind swing? Because no, you're, you, are your eyes you're, on the paper, eyes on the ball? If you've learned your golf game properly, you know you have to go forward. You have to go forward. I got that. But, Peter, wait, I'm trying to imagine. Jake, listen to this. This makes sense. It doesn't make any sense. It makes all the yeah, sense I'm putting in the world. Jake on the phone no, with me. No. Jake, get on the mic here. No. Let me ask you, Jake. So, Jake, listen to me. Am I, am I logical here? He's reading the paper, right? Yeah. Which means it's in front of him, right? Yeah. So it's in front of him. How mm-hmm. do you swing a club, and how do you see where the ball goes if I don't you read know. the paper? Okay. Okay. Hook. So no, the golfer does you... that. Not, not The golfer does that, not I'm, the course. I'm not even there. I'm basic. You're, you're reading the newspaper. How do you watch where the ball goes? Yeah. Answer you... that. Well, you have a spotter. Jake, so you have Jake, to bring Jake, another Jake, person. Let's not with? waste any more time. On <laughs> we have a spider. <laughs> the mic off. We have, have a spider. So you have a guy watching your balls. Oh, your ball. We better be very okay. careful here. <laughs> okay. The guy watches your ball where you shoot it while you're reading the paper. Are Correct. you watching this? Reading sports or news? Well, in some cases, we could be reading both. <laughs> uh, be. So you're reading two newspapers while you're not watching your ball. Boy, Peter, I don't know. It's 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 been a lot. Anyway, long, yes. I so you say, missed your calling when we grew up. Some of us grew up. I still, I'm a Toys When Alex kid. and I grew up together. I don't want to grow up. I'm we got on that seven-mile road bus. Stick, yeah? We would go down to Palmer Park. Yep. You did the golf school from 7 to 8 in the morning. Okay. You played golf. You got your nine holes in or 18 for okay. 25 cents. Okay. You went over to the 12th Precinct Police Station. Locked yourself up for the You day. asked who was going back to 7 and Schaefer area. Yeah. And you got a ride in the scout car. They threw the clubs in the back. They dropped you off at 7 and Schaefer. And you Wait, today, home. today the unions. You can't do get, that. You can't do The unions would get but all back over then, you. Back then, it was a great I can they imagine going up to. Hey, hey they Mr. Were Officer, great. do me a favor. You put my clubs in your trunk and take me home. They were great. They were very very gracious back then Take when we were home. kids and everything. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to stop a Farmington Hills police officer and say, Officer, can I put my golf clubs in your trunk? And by the way, will you take me for a ride? Oh, I'll take you for a ride. Yeah, I'll have to commit you. Gosh. So, um, But anyway, the golf courses are being very challenged today financially, well, number people, one. The millennials, community, aren't, millennials aren't golfing. Well, my son golfs. He likes to golf. But but the majority there are a lot. They're of not golfing, golfing every day. They're not golfing every day. The by frequency any means. of golfing is, is way, way down. down, and and so the fact so, is, golf courses are having challenges. So the city owns the course. Let's go this route for okay. a minute. The city owns the course. Let's mm-hmm. take Palmer Park for the example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is for everybody. It's a seven mile Woodward area down to almost six mile mm-hmm. along Pontchartrain. What do you see happening on a redevelop? If we could redevelop the golf course for okay. Seven and Woodward area, right, what so, would you like to see there? So let's talk about. Uh, I know first of all, let's go. Rackham has a deed restriction, so they can't build. Le- homes. Leave Rackham alone. I'm only talking okay, Palmer Park. That would Park. be real good residential. Developers have been chomping the bit to take Rackham. Yeah, for, you can't for, get it. Goes back to the family by, de- right. by deed. So if you look at Palmer Park okay. and where it's at, um, it's a very interesting place because you got to realize on the east side of Woodward. It's a ghost town. It's a challenge area. Challenge. One out of ten houses on a block is gone, if, if worse. But <clears throat> the inventory of Palmer Woods and Palmer, you know, that whole area Correct. is amazing. So you could develop some residential. Um, you could, and I don't think it's going to happen. It really wouldn't happen because you go down to Palmer, there's no big boxes that want to be there. So no. forget retail. So you'd have to look at multi-housing. 
uh, and try to do something with residential. And you already have your big miter store at 8 Mile and Woodward. Yep, it's not going so, down there. And Livernoy and 7 Mile is doing a comeback. Comeback, they broke, I think they're breaking, breaking ground. ground. I don't see if it happens. It's supposed to. I'm going to drive by there this week, see if it's happening. But so let's let's look at that. Um, so it, residential, that's really okay. the only reason for that. If they do a driving range, residential, uh, it does need a little bit of small retail there. Service retail is needed there. What's your homes. definition of service retail? Uh, restaurants, hair salon, nail salon. And we have that on Livernoy? You do, but, but the fact is there's a lot of people on Woodward Traffic that want small services, and I think you could do some restaurants. You could do a few things there. Okay. I think, yeah. I think it'd be fine. You know, I'm, I'm a little upset. I'm a little nervous with the economy in the United States for many reasons. Well, it's dropping number and one. And we have a president who's raving, waving the, the saber right now on trade. Now, I think I understand what he's doing. He's jockeying for position. He says, no, we haven't done it yet. We're starting to negotiate. But, you know, you're playing with a lot of people's lives right now, a lot of incomes. A lot of farmers are very, very upset. Um, soy and all the other ones, they're, they're, they're thinking they have to go to the bank to take a loan. Um, the Dow yesterday tumbled 572 points on trade war um, rumors, not rumors, fears. Because the fact is, you know, we're throwing, oh, we're going to hold $100 billion on you, and we're going to do $100 billion back. And it's affecting a lot of people, excuse me, a lot well, of people right let's now. Let's take Michigan. I mean, Michigan... <laughs> yeah. Is it, Michigan is a great agricultural state, and people don't realize this, but mm-hmm. when we get north of the Flint area and we get into the sugar beet area of Carroll, Michigan, and we swing across. Or south we go of up, Carleton. You know, we go up both ways, but yeah. really going north much more than south. Yeah. Um, the agricultural business is very, very strong here in Michigan. It is. Our trade with China, in this case, if we go to this total embargo system or the way the tariff is going to work, which mm-hmm. will be like an embargo at that point, mm-hmm will pretty much put our agricultural business back about 60%. Yeah, so that's going to affect it. Here's what my position is, and this is what I'm betting on. They're jockeying for position, and he's going to sit down and write new trade laws that will be hopefully fair for both sides. Now, he's got to realize that it's U.S. companies to blame for most of the issues. Well, of course. And who's the biggest investor in the United States right now? Yeah, the Chinese. Thank you very so much. So they own our debt. So the fact is we're going to jockey for and say, listen, Take some of the taxes off on our products. We'd like to sell you more. And they got nothing to lose by doing that because the thing with the Chinese government is that, you know, they're doing a little bit of things that we don't want to do. Or we want, you know, if you're building a car in the United States, a lot of companies like Cadillac and Buick build a ton of vehicles in China. Right. It's actually their largest market for all of those because there's more Cadillac sold in China, more Buick sold in China. Well, they want the luxury car market. They want it. They want a big back seat because the executives get driven around. So I think the El Presidente has got to sit down with the Chinese premier or whatever we call him. Chair. Chair. And really work this out because if not, um, you're going to see a tough economy in the United States, and I'm fearing that. I really am. Well, I'm watching right now the decline of employment. We had 103,000 this month for yeah. the month of March report. A third of what was last month. Right. So I have that. But the bigger concern that I have is when we start talking about the tariffs and you know, and we're going to look at China. We're going to look at the tariff very carefully. Are we delivering? You know, the goods that we deliver out versus what we're bringing in is mm-hmm. like night and day. But you know what, Peter? Let me, because let, you were in this business. I was, and, and I'll and I'll and I'll at, tell you, I was a, I was a part of it. Okay. I saw the problem in the late seventies that when I was bringing merchandise that would probably cost twenty dollars to selling, or let's say, say ten dollars to manufacture in the United States, and buying it for a dollar fifty-five. 
the imbalance back then. So how are you going to balance labor costs in the United States today to, re- to produce the goods here? You know what? There's only one word, automation. And, and so what happens is, and my solution to this for the whole thing is very simple, and, and it's, it's very basic, is because of shipping cost and time, uh, we don't have to manufacture everything we can assemble in the United States. Well, we do that quite a bit. But we can do more of it. So what happens is I guarantee you if we had a trade group go to different factories in every country and say, here's the deal. Now, don't forget, in China, these factories get big incentives from every province. If they want a building, they help subsidize and help build a very pro-capitalistic society to grow things and build things there. And I've been into hundreds of factories in China where they are state-of-the-art and because the province wanted them there, they put money into them. They actually build these for these people. So who's the biggest competition right now to China? Is it India? So, no, it's Vietnam is where they're going to offshore now to say, okay, there's the labor market. But we can't escape the labor costs going up in China or anywhere on the world. So let's go back to my principle. Okay. Let's go to Vietnam. Vietnam is probably one of the largest furniture manufacturing countries in the world right now with the wood and the way they do that. So I propose, let's, let's rem- look at the Shinola model because it works. Okay. Let's go to Vietnam, find a manufacturer of furniture. Let's just take the word tables. And they have all the tooling to make the legs and the tops. Throw the parts into a container, ship them to Detroit, create Detroit Furniture Company, assemble them here, finish them here, and you can pay labor a decent wage if it's a, not an inexpensive table. So let's say it's a table that retails for two ninety nine. So it would be wholesaling for $150. The parts from coming over Vietnam would be minimal. Let's say there's $25 worth of parts with shipping. You have enough custom piece in there to, to pay people living wages to assemble those tables in the United States. Because they're not on the water and you don't have shipping expenses because of the bulk of assembled tables, because of the dollar not fluctuating with the duties and stuff since it's assembled here, you could create millions of jobs around the United States by assembling parts from around the country. The other thing is the foreign company likes the stability of the United States. So you could convince thousands and thousands of companies overseas to come to the United States and assemble products here. Well, we do that with a Kia. We, no, it's not a Kia. Kia is, Kia is a store that sells parts you make. It's, I'm talking about manufacturing, Peter. I'm talking about adding companies with thousands of jobs assembling product here. You've got three things. There's a, there's a story I'll tell you real quick. There was a Chinese lady who was importing candles, and she had to have an inventory here, a container on the water, and another one be assembled in China. It had a lot of money tied up. She came to the United States with an automated system and made candles here and is making more money than ever. Making more money than ever because she can make on-time product. Mm-hmm. She can bake them here. She doesn't have the cost of money tied up and inventory. And she's making more money now than ever. It's a basic model. So assembling here, create jobs. We're going to continue this. I want to talk a little well, more no, after the break. We're going to talk about it. So we have to take a break well, right we, well, now. Let's, I'm going to give some information here for Well, everybody. let's take the break because we're running on time here, well, okay? We're, we're good. We, we, we are, oh, we are good. We're good. We're good. Okay, we're good. why am I taking a break? 844-999-9249 if you want to give us a call. Okay. And don't forget, NRM streams with a Z on our Google app and Apple Store. I just got a text. And uh, we're now going to take that wonderful break. Hold the text. We're going to see everybody on the other side. All righty. Guys, it's Raphael with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The 
Ground power! Surfing the internet can be good for your brain, especially if you're getting up there in years. UCLA scientists say that the internet searching helps to stimulate your brain function by triggering centers in your brain that control decision-making and complex reasoning. In a study to be published in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, the researchers say that using the internet to seek out new information might stimulate the brain enough to sustain brain health and your cognitive ability. Before the computer age, the one activity that was linked to an active mind was solving crossword puzzles. The fact that even simple tasks like searching the internet might enhance your brain circuitry suggests that our brains are really sensitive to mental exercise and actually continue to learn as we grow older. So using an internet search engine such as Google produces the same brain activities as reading, but it also increases activity in areas of your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill, yeah. I'm ready for our show, and, and you're ready for mm -hmm. the show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video? At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Talking Biz here on NewRadioMedia.com. A happy Saturday morning. I hear it's going to be sunny out. What we, happened to your we, smile? My smile is like, you know what? It's, you're like it's funny. You're like, you're I like sat there kind and of, we, you were uh, so well, deep one, thought during I, break no, Let me here. tell you what I was doing. I was getting text messages about people asking. I was texting back to say where Alex's store is. Right. A lot of people asking about Doggy Style, which was really cool. Good. They uh, they like to interview with Alex, and um, they want to all go over his house for breakfast. Oh, I <laughs> so, bet. Don't put so, the address in. So I want to I want to talk about a little more. Let's talk about New Radio Media for a second, then we'll go back to what we were well, talking about. Well, I want to talk about this. Pop That Culture. Well, we're going to talk about a couple shows. Pop That Culture starts tomorrow morning live at uh, 10 o'clock hour here on New Radio Media. So it'll be buffered between the McAllisters yep. and Craig. All right. Sarah uh, and Joe. Great people. Sarah, you know, former radio personalities. And the fact is they're here, and I've been watching the takes and the practice runs of the show, and it's hilarious. Wait a minute. You mean, you mean to tell me the professionals need to have a practice role? They do. They do, and it's, it's, it's amazing. I am shocked. But, you know, they're going to be interesting. So our morning lineup, and we're working on some more people for the morning lineup that are really, really, really good. Are we um, part of the morning lineup? No, Saturday morning lineup. But we're not live Monday through Friday. We could we're be. We're just here on Saturday. We, we could be. You know what? Uh, I think we we're a little busy. We could do 7 to 8 in the morning. I've got something else I'm working on. Seven. To, no, you want the 3 in the morning show. No, no, no. 7 to 8 I've in the morning. I've got something else that I'm With working on. a guy on. named Sammy D no, I'm and working, his boys. I'm working on something huge. 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 I'm telling you... That I'm working on, and you're going to be excited about this. People, I better okay? be excited because these are, you know these are going to. Be, I may have to quit traveling. <laughs> yeah, these are going to be very big uh, announcement for us if I pull this one off. Announcement, announcement. Our, our numbers are going to be shoot the hook. But also, we added a show last week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5 p.m. Yes, we did. Okay, 
one of the nicest guys in the world, Greg Russell. You always TV say two. you always say one of the nicest guys. No, no, this guy. Wait, you this, told me I was one of the nicest guys. Not so you came up with the crap this morning. I'm telling I you. I tell you, you told I, me I, I I'm was telling one of the you, nicest guys. You, you were one of the nicest guys, but I met a guy. And all the than guests you. that we've had in here, you said these are the nicest guys. I'm tell Every you, one of our guests. No, no, I'm going to tell you the mensch of mensches, the nicest guy Russell? in the world, Greg Russell. Greg Russell. Okay, Greg Russell. Is one of the most nice, nicest, the nicest guys, guys in, 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 in. This is the nice guy award. <laughs> New Radio Media's nice guy award is going out to Greg Russell and his movie show. Yes, and we've had some amazing interviews. And what on channel? Show. What channel? Okay, he's on Arts and Entertainment. Okay, but so so Greg Russell is is just an amazing. Man. I want to thank Greg for giving the opportunity or for us to have, have him here, him. Uh, having him here on New Radio Media because he's he's amazing. We've had some really cool meetings this week, Peter, and it's it's. It's amazing what's going on here and the talent we have and the numbers that are going up. And, and the, name, the numbers are going up for this. We need people to tell their friends to download the app, okay, NRM Streams, that stream with, with a Z, Z, at the Google or the Apple Store because here's what's happening. Our numbers are blowing up. Um, we had podquesters. We took at the numbers this week. Right. Three days in a row, a cumulative of 600 people, new viewers which is really nice to add on for a new network, and our numbers keep increasing. But please tell your friends to download the app, check us out. We had tons of inquiries for, right, let's for do, people let's to do, do shows. This. Let's yeah. do this for our shows for a yeah. minute. Let's give everybody a Monday through Friday view of who new radio media is by personalities. All right, so if we look at personalities. Go Monday ahead. through Friday, okay, from 8 to 10 in the morning. The McAllisters. Okay, from 10 to 11. Is we've got pop culture with Sarah and Joe. Okay, uh, eleven to twelve. You can go ahead. Keep going, Greg. Okay, go ahead. You got to say the Folly, name. Greg I, Folly, I, I okay. give hours. You Greg see, Folly. my job is so, to give hours. So Folly, let me tell you something about Folly. <laughs> I know he's he's, he's so ne- tough to work he's with. He's the next guy. You know, Folly is here's here's another gentleman. Yes. Um, got to know Craig a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you're talking about a fan base of a lot of people. He's a very interesting man that would like to eventually schedule from one-hour show to two-hour. He's got some other ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a long talk. I went down to his office downtown uh, this week, mm-hmm. spend some time with him. And we've got a lot of good ideas that I think will also help our contact with downtown Detroit and Detroiters. So okay. we've got something up our sleeves there. All right. We have another morning show that's a morning show that might go afternoon with a interesting group that uh, was one of the top morning shows in the Detroit market, um, I wish I could say the station till we get the deal done. I don't care about that. But these people are listening to about a quarter million people tuning That's to fine. them a week, so Good. we're working on that. All right, also, let's talk about our geek. Let's go to. I want to turn it. I want to go to the channel called the Geek Tainment Channel. Go for it. No, you go for it. I'm. I'm. My role here is to introduce the channels. Okay. Your role is to say. Peter, I'm so glad you did this. Let me share with you who we've got going. Well, you know what? You say that. <laughs> you say that. But if I would quiz you and tell you to name all the shows, yes. um, I think you'd have a hard time doing that. Because uh, I'm okay? out of town. So I'm in town doing a lot of stuff. So let's go well, to Geek Tainment. We pay you all the big bucks. So let's go to Geek Tainment. Okay? We're going to. We're going so to go. our first show on Geek Tainment was Geek Tainment Weekly yes. on Fridays. Yes. Uh, Geektainment Weekly is an interesting show, a review of a bunch of different uh, topics, whether it's from new movies, whether it's comic characters, all that other stuff. Fun show. Um, got great host. Then we have Podquesters. Yes, we do. Okay. Podquesters was really, you know, and once again, we don't have to like everything, but the numbers are crazy for podcasters. Keep and going. It, it's amazing. 
Now the next show with Jordan Trevilian, who is an amazing person. Mm-hmm. Um, if that was our first uh, studio shoot of any show with three cameras, Jordan does the show Get It to the Geeks. Mm-hmm. And that show I find entertaining, hilarious, and I never, you know what, if you really want to laugh, go check out that show. I do. I watch it quite a bit. So, so what I want to tell people is this. When we started New Radio, Peter, and we New Radio Media, we knew that people were going to listen on demand mostly, and the numbers are about 90-10, 10% live, 90% um, on demand. We so have one, we have one more show. We have one more show. Well, you know what? It's coming. It's coming. Go Ornery ahead. Gamers. Yes, that's being worked on right now, um, and it's doing in production. I saw it. Um, we also have, an, and well, let's go to the next channel, Arts and Entertainment. Okay. Because I want to talk about Arts and Entertainment, which is really getting an interesting lineup mm-hmm. and doing well. So we have our uh, Motor City Jukebox mm-hmm. with Ben Rose, mm-hmm. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. But an interesting one is NRM's Indie Short Showcase. Okay. So we put it out there. Andy put it out there to say, hey, we'd like to be able to host short movies, independent short movies. And we were swamped with movies. Go to that site. And watch the movies there, and you'll find a lot of interesting movies. And that's going to keep interesting because you have a lot of in filmmakers who want to get some of their product out. And eventually we'll have hundreds of shorts and regular movies going to be posted on our site. So let's talk about the shorts for a minute so everybody understands what we, our definition Boxer is. shorts. Haynes, are you a briefs or boxer guy? Wait a minute. Do you want to do a legal show? We'll talk about our briefs. Ah. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about our shorts. Go ahead. What do you? How do you define for the listeners? I'm from not a time, from I'm, a time. I'm wise, not an expert of that. I are we taking 15 minutes, 20 minutes? Peter, you know what? Our guys who know that information are All in right, Chicago. I want to right go now. to Creative Kaleidoscope. Then. Okay, so R.D. Yep. has a very interesting show there. He, he introduced an artist and people that are in the art world. He's an artist himself. Mm-hmm. He does some really nice work, and it's a very entertaining show. And he's a great host. Okay, and the Motor City Juke Joint. Motor GDG, we talked about that. I want to go back to it, though. Okay, Ben Rose. Because it's it's on a couple of days. Yep. But Ben does some very interesting things. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Ben sits basically where Ashley is now sitting. Yep. He likes to sit right there with the board and everything. And has some, every now and then, some very interesting guests in the studio. Mm -hmm. But um, Ben started out really as a little podcast for himself. Yeah, he did. He did. And came over to New Radio Media mm-hmm. and, like, exploded. Yeah, he did. He did. He did that. And he did very well with that. So what are we looking for the future for Motor City Juke Joint to really become? Uh, it's going to be highlighted of local bands, um, and he'll probably have more bands on. He, he had a lot when we started. He's getting more bands on. And we've had some really good local talent, and I think that's what you're going to look for with Ben's show. And so one of the things that uh, we're doing here at New Radio Media that we might as well tease the listeners with, and it's not going to happen tomorrow, but down the road, one of the unique things is we will have a live studio audience. Well, Down the, the road. Well, let me tell you. I, I want to like what to, happened I like to whet the appetite. All right, well, I'll tell you what's happening, and the deal got finished last week. Uh, we have teamed up with the Imagine Theaters. Right. Um, and it's it's a very interesting uh, role that we're going to play, and they're going to play with us, is that the movie theaters are mostly quiet Monday through Thursdays. Right. And they have a lot of good seats. They have entertainment. They've got liquor. They've got all the services there, and they want to fill the seats. So we've decided, and we started negotiating this last year with Imagine, and they're wonderful people. And we said, okay, what if we can help fill the seats and put events in your seats? So, for instance, someone has a talk show in this studio, and they want to go touch the public and have it 
They'll go there and have seminars and have speeches and presentations where we can live stream it out of there. Um, a lot of things like that. We're going to bring entertainment there, whether it's going to be comedy, whether it's going to be music. Um, they're open to it Monday through Thursday. So keep an eye on our live events. Um, and, and as we grow New Radio Media with content, and we, we're bringing a lot more content in, Peter. I, I believe this week we've contacted six or seven more shows um, that are going under contract real soon. And I know that a lot of people are excited waiting for those next five channels, which we tease people about periodically, uh, sports and some of the other things that are happening. And I know that over the next couple of weeks we'll, we'll whet their appetite even more on that. So. Yeah, wait, wait, so wait, someone from left no, no, field wants to no, talk. No, left field is letting me know that I have a minute to go before no, I have to go to break. Left field put on a microphone. He did. Okay. He, he's, he's letting me know in my uh, headset. You can turn that, that down because it's that, noisy. Uh, okay. He says, uh, Peter, you know, you got one minute left. Talk to Paul. Keep him happy. Keep him smiling. And uh, that's great. So that's not a problem. So we, we've covered some of the basis of new radio media. When okay. we come back, of course, we're going to talk about some other things. So... People, I want everybody to understand that how important it is to go to the Google and Apple stores, do a little shopping for uh, NRM. They have to do shopping. It's free. Forget well, shopping. Well, but they got to shop with the finger. They got to shop with the finger. They got to push it's, the buttons, it's, make it's, life happen. It's easier than you make it think. Well, the problem is think, we, we got to make them is. do it, including our wonderful boys that we see for coffee in the morning. They are a great team. They review the McAllister show with us every morning now. We love that, and we want to thank Bill and Danielle for kicking it off and doing a great time and really helping the new radio media. So we're going to take our little uh, coffee here, and in two minutes we're going to see everybody on the other side. All righty. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. For unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content, welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to NewRadioMedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on NewRadioMedia.com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. live. 
And there's our famous music, and we're welcoming back everybody to New Radio Media, Talking Biz. I'm Peter Perlman, along with Paul Benzman. Um? um? You forgot dot com. Oh, no, no. New Radio dot Media. Dot com. Oh, you wanted to be on the, I know you really wanted to be on the spot. Yeah, I know they, you did. I, I lost out to that All right, guy. Um, you know, I tried out three times for that. And thank God they didn't take I, you. I wore masks, and I disguised myself, and I did all kinds of voice, all kinds of highs and lows. Keep going. Dot com. Keep I did it all, but it didn't work. No, it did that not. That guy beat me out. Yes, he did. And thank goodness for little things. He beat me out. All right. What's with little things? Why little things. Why are you insulting me again? Little things. Little things. Let's okay. get back into little this things. show. You know, our show is called Talking Biz. I want to go to Biz. Biz. Let's I want to go to City of Warren. Oh, big plans for Warren. Well, you know, I looked at the uh, drawings and the pictures, and I mm-hmm. think it's great to do all these mm-hmm. mock-ups. Mm-hmm. We're going to have mm-hmm. a beautiful new downtown mm-hmm. Warren. It makes sense. And then there's a reality check. You know, I'm going to fight you on this one. Because the mayor, Yeah. I, I believe that the mayor has some bigger challenges than... A downtown. I thought he skirted that. Well, the question becomes, has he really skirted his issues, uh, number one? And as you said earlier in the show, we're starting to see a little change in the flow. No, but I'll tell you why that works. All right. I, I've been watching that site for a long time. All right, let's bring everybody up to the okay, location. so we're talking over there across from GM Tech Center. Correct. And the city of Warren's City Hall. Correct. And if you go to the Warren City Hall, it is an amazing building. It really is. They've got a great water park there and a great pool there. Now, they had development plans there, and they were trying to sell the property around the blocks. They were trying to build a downtown, and I saw the vision when they did that. So when you look at the idea, and, and he's not far-fetched, and, and let me tell you why. You've got the GM Tech Center across the street, which mm-hmm. employs two miles, thousands and thousands of people, 14. right? But Correct. thousands of people and thousands of visitors, mm-hmm. right? Well, it's... So you got thousands of visitors there. You could build a upper-end hotel with the walkway across the road to get the tech center. That makes sense. Okay? So that makes sense. And then housing also makes sense for people that work in the area and want it. So I think it's a really good idea to develop a downtown. Who's going to fund it? Private. Private, Peter. It's, it's a mixture of city and private. City can do the development, the infrastructure. And you can get private money to do it. Now, the crossway across the road is going to have to be the public. I'm not worried about the crosswalk. But the hotel would make sense there because you've got other businesses in the area and you've got other places. So I think a a nice upscale hotel will work there, a downtown with some nice restaurants, restaurants and retail on the first floor. Um, I don't know how much retail, not heavy retail. Service stuff would be great. But I believe in that plan. Well, I'm just watching, you know, jump outs over there very carefully. So were a lot of people last year. Yeah, I know. So yeah. the big issue really becomes, um, yes, he made a wonderful presentation, and yes, he is saying all the right things right now, the economy being what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, General Motors right now is on a nice ride, shall we say, financially. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, the private investor game that you're that you're sharing with us here um, is my big concern. Well, you can find um, city hall municipalities joint ventures and find money for those left and right. Uh, developers like those deals. Okay, they well, like the deals I find. Now I, let's talk about GM for a second again. All right, GM. Yeah, I did. So GM announces last week, yep. or this week, we're still in. No more monthly reports. Going quarterly. Yeah. And did you see who's going to follow suit? Well, yeah, the rest of the world. That's okay? right. Because here's the deal, and I, it makes sense for them because of some months are shorter than others because of weather conditions, that you get a better picture of a quarterly report. 
and I do, and it's less expensive for them to compile all the time while they're doing that and doing the report. So reports cost money to put out and do that. So first I was like, what are they hiding? Then I read into it. I searched. Re- I did some heavy research. Right. I took our research team here at New okay, Radio Media, good. which consists of 37 people. Okay. We have a big business research team. Stay on subject. Okay. I did some research. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. And, you know, and I, let's call it the way it is. And I dug the into Paul it. Paul Benzman research team. My research team, yes. All yeah. 37 of us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You guys seen the 37 guys, right? They're in the other side of the building. It's Put those mirrors team. up. Yep. So what happens is when I read the report, it made a lot of sense. Okay. And I think a lot of companies are looking to streamline um, they know the challenges of the auto industry. Obviously, we're shipping over to trucks and big vehicles. Um, fearful of gas prices down the road. We have short memories. Uh, when they built the Hummers and everything else, that died overnight. But right now, they're on a roll. Um, GM cited they're not going to kill all the passenger vehicles. Right. They're going to build some bigger luxury vehicles. Uh, Cadillac's reshaping their lineup. Um, and, and Lincoln, on, on switching the other teams, uh, Ford is having challenges at Lincoln. The Continental's not selling. They're thinking about putting suicide sword doors on that and changing it around, and they need a bigger car. You know, Cadillac's doing better with the bigger car, yeah. so they need to come out with a new town car. But their SUV lineup is amazing. It's a home and, run. And they're going to be fine with the SUVs. But, you know, Peter, we're in Michigan. The auto industry is still a huge part of our business and um, in our economic our economy, I should say. But we've got to be careful, and that goes back to these Trade wars. Okay. Parts so you wanted to bring up, you said to me, I want to talk about Boeing mm-hmm. and I want to talk about Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's uh, start with Boeing. Fine. Let's, you know, Airbus, first of all, made a big cutback. Mm-hmm. When I was in Europe just a couple weeks ago, they made their big announcement that they are cutting back on two major aircrafts mm-hmm. completely now. Mm-hmm. So where are we at on Boeing? So American Airlines. Okay. They decide to make a deal with Boeing for 47 jets. Which size? Uh, these jets are the 787 Dreamliners, which are picking up. And that's that's why Airbus dropped off. Yeah, so they, they're spending $12 billion on retail price. I like how they say the retail prices. I know. The retail price about is. Eight, it's about $8 billion. They cut billions for these airlines. But it's a big <clears> move because they're getting rid of the Airbus A350s. And and they decided the reason that, that Americans said that they want to standardize their fleet because when they do bookings and they have stuff, if the fleets are more the same, it's easier to book trips. Well, it's and not only that. Them. It's a maintenance factor. Yeah. Well, mileage is better on these Dreamliners. Um, they're, they're, they're more economical. They're newer. And so if you have it, also when you're talking about standardizing, you don't know how many billions of dollars in parts these airlines have to hold on to for the jets and for the parts. So it's standardizing helps in a lot of ways. But um, I like that, to see American Airlines buy American planes. Well, a couple of things have happened with Boeing. Uh, the 737s um, have gotten a whole new life yep. to them, uh, which was great for Boeing. Mm-hmm. The um, 787, but the Freightliner for Boeing, mm-hmm. which holds the 787 wings to transport them from anywhere in the world, you can put four wings into this aircraft and nothing flat, get them up in the air, all done in just a few hours. Are those buffalo wings? 
Oh, here we go again, folks. Here four wings. Wait, four wings. Those four are big wings. wings. How many? How many Boeing we, wings feed, here, here feeds we, a family? Here we go. Buffalo flavor wings. I knew this was going to happen, so, folks. So you know, four wings. Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, if you go to Buffalo uh, Wild This is wing new radio media wings. talking yeah. biz. Peter Perlman, the guy on the other side of the table, Paul Benzman. Lost is, He's lost in space. Oh, lost in space. What a TV show. I think we'll come up with a name. You're going weird, too. I mean, anyways, let's talk about a big topic here. Um, Facebook. Yeah, let's let's go to the, the social. The good, media the world. bad, and the ugly. Uh, you know, I've been listening to people all week, and and let me tell you something. Well, we use Facebook. We use Facebook a lot, and let me tell you something that's going on here. There's and then I'm going to go. Then I'm going to go to something after Facebook, t- dealing with cyber liability. Right, so, so we're going to talk about social media in general. Okay, social media is embedded in American lives and international lives, and it's not going away. I uh, had a meeting yesterday where the guy says, hey, this is all going to disappear, and it'll disappear. It's not. It's not going to disappear. Now, what we have to look at, and once again, new radio media is a part of change. Correct. And when you go to the digital world, I always say when the bookstores disappeared, now they're coming back. Thank when God. the record stores disappeared, they're not coming back. Yes, they are. Well, vinyl stores, smaller Thank specialty you. stores. Thank you. But when you go to media, how it's changed. So part of media is social media. And Facebook got caught. Um, Zuckerberg might have done a few things. He probably should have reacted differently. And now it's calling for his head. And I don't know if he's going to be gone or what is going on, but a couple of things happened. All right. So first of all, there's going to be a lot of new rules that Facebook is implementing. One of the rules is that any political message will be tagged political message, which means it's your viewpoint of what you want to say because people are saying there's a lot of false information, whether the Russians put it there somebody. or somebody put it there, that it's going to be tagged political. And then it's up to that person to decide that it's an opinion of someone else's political opinion. So they don't come back to someone rigging an election, changing things, and all that stuff. So you know what? I think that's a good move being proactive by Facebook. Um, and there are a lot more regulations because what's happening is that people are signing up under fake companies, fake organizations, and fake names. Now, police Facebook is trying to police that, and as much as they can, there's always going to be some kind of fraud, especially when it comes to the world of electronics. What's your opinion on that? Well, I want to go back one moment because you started okay. to bring up about the political side of it. Mm-hmm. The governor in the state of Michigan signed a bill mm-hmm. a while back that said that those advertising or buying time did not have to identify who they are. That's what they're doing. I told you they now they I have know. to. Well, but that's fine for Facebook. Yeah. But that doesn't go far enough. You got other it's medias. Just, I know. You got other medias. See, here's the let's go back. So, let's make this a bigger political conversation. Okay. Well, I want it's not that it's a political conversation. It's just saying who's actually buying if they're buying who's the spot, delivering the message? who's delivering the message? I agree. So if you are a part of a party, then just say you're part of the party. Okay. To try to come into a state and run a campaign for that state when you have nothing, you don't live in the state, you don't do anything in this state, mm-hmm. but you're plow, you want to plow all this money in mm-hmm. and say, okay, we're going to take this issue and we're going to beat it for the lobbyist group of XYZ. I so know. now you I'm got watching. me started. I'm now, watching now, this facial. Now, now you're getting me started. Okay, let's talk about PACs. Let's talk about all the other tools that have been given. Thank you. That you know we have, I've, and I've stayed away from this for so long. I'm going to talk it's, right it's now. No, we're going to wind this up a little bit. Yeah, we're, we then got, we're going to we, go back to Facebook. But you right. got me started now. Okay, good. So we're in a government <clears throat> that money buys. Would you agree that? Yes, I do. 
you, you shut your yes, mic I off. Yes, I did. You <laughs> your mic right, off. I had to. Why did you shut your mic off? I had a swap. Okay, okay. Well, okay, we heard it all for this thing. So, okay, so we're in a government yes, I do. that you get the politicians you want to own. It's just the way it is. You asked me about part-time legislation yes. in Michigan and all this stuff. I did. So you get a lot of people making laws that really don't really rule to the average person. How does a multimillionaire in Washington make rules for the average Joe in the United States? It doesn't relate to the guy, okay? And the average Joe doesn't have money to buy lobbyist groups. I know, but stay, and, and just then, stay and, in my state. And then we're going to go about people investing in politicians. It's investing. Right. It's investing. So now then they get these PACs. Because there's limits on personal money. Then you have PACs where you don't have to present who you are and, and who gave the money and all There is things. no limit on – well, okay. if you're running for physical office, mm -hmm. there's no limit. Yep. It's who gives money to you I'm that saying has the donations. The donations. Okay, the donations. So you've got all these PACs that, that donate money, and they do that, and they buy the politicians. That's it. They put them in office. They're owed favors. By the way, oh, we were the ones behind that PAC. That's a, that should be illegal. Right. Because – you're supposed to donate in secrecy and in these packs, and so it's unlimited company. So there's a problem there. And I think the fact is what I like happening in the United States with young people coming to the plate, with young people giving their opinions, with young people marching, and I think that's amazing. And I think you're going to see the elections in the next president election be very interesting and a lot of people speaking up finally. Well, I think that one of the unique things that we can do here – is bring people into this studio, mm -hmm. and I'm talking about the young people. Yep. I would love to have even our own staff, the 18-year-old that can vote, yep. sit in this room yep. and share with us the concerns that they see and, let's and, put and why they're together. not voting. Let's put that panel together. We, it's that time again. We're flying by, Peter. Well, I know. I... We have to pay for this place. Uh, we have to go back to a little commercial spot. So I want to thank everyone for listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We'll be back in about two minutes. A new Northwestern medicine study concludes that you can improve your overall health and quality of life by doing these two simple things. Spend less time in front of the TV and computer and eat more fruits and vegetables, and that's all. By starting with these relatively small steps, it becomes a lot easier over time to make major lifestyle changes. And in many cases, people find that the time away from the TV or computer is best spent taking walks or working in the garden. In other words, when you're not chained to your sofa, you'll almost naturally want to move around and be more active. And that, in turn, helps promote a healthier you. After as few as three weeks of avoiding temptation to sit around, the people involved in the study found that they didn't want to return to their lazy ways, even when they were told they could do so and would continue to be paid for the research. 86% of the patients said that once they made the change, they decided to maintain it. So give it a try. You may surprise yourself. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Ah, low budget movie version. 60s TV version. Early 2000s high school pseudo-adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version, yeah? I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, so listen up. Watch the Geektainment channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's geek approved. It's all about you. 
And that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream like you want to live. You're listening to New Radio Media. I'm Peter Perlman along with Paul Benzman. You know, Paul, I was watching our spot, and in the spot it said, you know, it's, it's all about you. So in Facebook's little line, is it about all about us or all about them or all about one? So we're going to talk about the gentleman, Mr. Zuckerberg, who created Facebook. And it came out this week that he had a tool that he's been using for a long time. What is the tool? Called the Unsend tool. A little louder. The unsend tool. Send, S-E-N-D. Yeah, so what happens is he got caught using it, the unsend tool, because he could erase messages that he put on there that he wanted to take off. So stuff that he talked about, stuff that he really shouldn't have talked about, disappeared. Does it disappear, but does it still stay in cyber life? Gone. He has There's a, a red button. We have a red button I for know, that. but my phone's in front of the red <laughs> button. Let me cough. I'm sorry, folks, for coughing. So he's been under a lot of heat. Uh, the last couple of weeks when he was behind the scenes when it came to those people taking the data. And now with this unsend tool key, um, they're going to make it public. They're going to let you unsend. Well, so I think did, that's... You, did you ever send a message that you You're not to talking the wrong to... person or to the... Well, I've done an email that way. Okay, I've well, done other things, yes. I've had, I've had messages that... Um, we know. You ever have multiple texts going... And you forget who you're texting to, and you send the wrong message, Ashley. I had an old phone mm-hmm. where if you would swipe left or right, it would switch between your text conversations, yeah, like yeah, yeah. who was next. Yep. And so was, all the time I would accidentally, when trying to swipe down, I'd swipe over a little, and it would switch, and I wouldn't notice. I got mixed messages between women, to women. Okay? What else is One a girlfriend and one not. Uh, so you could God. imagine where that went. You know. uh, it wasn't very nice. It wasn't very good. I'm telling someone how much I care for them, and this is. And it wasn't the girlfriend. That's... <laughs> it's so, more like I'm watching so, a movie. So you it know? was like it's like okay, and like okay, and this other person. Do you know who you're texting? I said, oh, by the way, sorry. I'm glad it wasn't my grandmother or something like that, or an aunt or something like that. But so, anyways, let's go talking back here about Facebook and everything. And we talked about it, Peter. Uh, it's not going away. I, I was with a an advertising executive yesterday, very honored and respected gentleman in the advertising world. And, of course, when people don't understand something, they say, oh, that stuff's going to go away and the government's going to shut them down. It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. Not going to. Social media is around forever. Um, and there's no social media. I mean, it's not just Facebook. Oh, you got Twitter. I mean, Instagram. And, I, and, and you do all these every day. I oh, know. yeah. I, li- you, you I live and die. Least, what I, do you do about four hours of social media a day, I live Peter? and die. Listen, I actually yeah. had a – when I was sending out emails the other day in the office and my staff was in there and they're watching me. And every time they walk in, like, I jump because I'm so in thought in the typing and everything. And I don't hear anybody come in and I'm playing the music in the background. I say, how can you listen to music? How can you type? And then people come in and they want to talk. And I said, you know – I'm just, I'm not a typist. Yeah. Number one. Are you a two finger typist? No, I'm a I'm a ten finger because I took typing in high school. So did I. So you learn the keyboard. 123 words a minute. Yeah. yeah thanks, Blanche. Yeah. Right. Ha. 
I've got a I've got a royal typewriter in my office manual. I'll bring it in for you to type 123 words. Not manual, I can't push those keys. Man, I'm talking oh about man, oh man. On a keyboard, 192. Letters. Listen to this. Listen going to up. This. Go, I know he's going <laughs> up. But the key is But but 90 No, I do mistakes. emails. I do I will read the Facebook messages. Mm-hmm. I will send out certain messages on mm-hmm. Facebook mm-hmm. that I know are true to the location they're going to. Okay. 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 Um, I'm very careful on a lot of that. When we send stuff out of our office, though, even for email, we send a lot of secured. Yeah. So everything, you have to have a password to open it up at the other end because of what we do. So, and I think one of the things we're going to have here in the studio very shortly is we're going to be joined by one of the top guys from the FBI in the Detroit office sharing with us some of the big concerns about cyber law. Wait, he's coming in our studio? He's coming in our studio. Can I be off that day? If you'd like to. FBI? FBI. FBI in our studio. In our studio. That scares me a little bit. Well, Paul, you go on vacation. Okay, let me notice. I will let I'm you know. I'm the country. The FBI is coming fine. to our office. Um, I, have some very I dear, think Jake's got to run, too. I got some me. very dear I friends at the Bureau here, yep. uh, who have acknowledged that they would love Jake, to be in the studio to meet you. Don't talk to Paul um, anymore. They He's have some connection. beautiful jewelry that you can wear. <laughs> I'm being threatened. <laughs> Beautiful jewelry. That you can wear. Yes. Anyway, we're going to talk about cyber, uh, cyber intelligence, cyber live, you know, all these different areas that we're sharing with everybody. It's a tech talk. It's more than a tech talk class. Trust me. The FBI in our offices. In your office. Well, we had the Teamsters here last week. Well, so then then you're good to go. You you understand it completely. Yeah. But So I'll make sure the Teamsters don't have a meeting the day the FBI. The day they do, yeah. And make sure that the soda room is unlocked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's very, very tough. Someone locked out our sodas. We're all parched here today. I'll tell you, it is a tough Someone it is locked a tough the soda show. room. So, you know, Peter, I want to change subjects a little bit here. Okay? Totally. So, you know. Move into something more. Ha- a, put it a little I'm more gonna smile. I'm going to get cheered up. I'm going to cheer oh, it up. Right cheer it up. Cheer it up. You know, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about new radio media since we're new we, we, at, and what's going on. So we want the people in the community to understand that we're in touch with them. And if they have, if they'd like to come on our show, if they're a business or a project or want to talk about something in the business world, that they can give us a call or actually not call us, email us at info at newradiomedia.com. Uh, we're getting a lot of inquiries from all over the country and locally. I have an idea for a show. I'm here now. Now, we're also adding something else. If you have an established podcast, audio podcast, we'll be hosting those soon. We've got inquiries from all over, uh, some really established podcasts. And so we decided to open it up and have those people join the family because, you know what, the more the merrier, right? Well, one of the things um, that I have on my agenda for one of our board meetings is to discuss having an open house for those that want to visit New Radio Media, see what we're all about, kick the tires and talk to our staff and us and come in. Can't have that till the beverage room gets open. Well, that's the only problem. <laughs> and uh, Bust but, that door down. But to come in and... You know, let them see as we're doing a show and at the same time bring with them portfolios of what they'd like to have or who they are. Okay, so you'll be the host of that. We'll leave you here to talk to the people. Um, But we welcome that. We really do. We had I had some Mm -hmm. guests yesterday, last night at 530, that heard about us and wanted to come see the studios. Gave them a tour. They were very impressed. And they're talking about creating something in the concept. So it was very interesting on that. Um, 
Let me ask you a question so I can get my calendar ready. Are you in or out of town next I'm week? I'm in town next week. And the week after? I'm in town, then I fly to New York the same day. I'll do the show. So the next two weeks you're here? I'm here. I will do the show. Of course, I'm half the show. I have to be here. Okay. Um, well, no, you were in Bowling Green one week. Paris one Paris week. Paris the other week. Um, I will be here Cleveland for- Cleveland the other week. I'll do a couple of shows. Cambodia my, the other week. Then uh, and, I will do a show from- um, Orlando, Florida. Oh, tie a yellow ribbon. All right, Bobby say, smile and say goodbye. Say goodnight. All right, so I want to thank everyone on this lovely sunny Sunday or Saturday, Saturday afternoon for listening to Talking Biz with Paul Benz, my co-host Peter Perlman. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch you next week, same time here on NewRadioMedia.com. New